kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. Yo, this is episode 181 181. of the Illogical Sense Podcast. This is your boy, Busby. Give me a hell, yeah. And over here, it's your boy, JC No Honey And Martin. Yo, what the fuck is up, guys? I Another am day in the chilling. quarantine life. Another day in the quarantine life. You know the Shit. vibes. I wish I didn't. <laughs> you know the fucking vibes? Wear a mask, save a life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I had a good yeah. I had a good week. The extra two days uh from recording helped out tremendously. Um mm. and it actually kinda worked out considering we had two holidays this week. <laughs> man, every day's a holiday. Every day's a damn holiday right now, man. Nah, it's this week. <laughs> it was, this nah, week was it special. kinda feels like it though. <laughs> Mm. Nah, th- this week was special. Monday, of course, was May the Fourth be with you, Star Wars yeah. Day. Yeah. Oh, so y'all then, watch all. The, so you watched ahead. everything up. Did y'all watch everything up to Return of the Jedi? Hell no, I ain't watch anything nah. Star so you Wars watch, related. I just celebrated. I was like working, was, man. May, yeah. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, same here. So, when well, I wasn't working, but still felt like work. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't watch yeah. anything Star Wars related, but you know, I watched Star Wars enough to at least celebrate and acknowledge the holiday. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was the last episode of Clone Wars, and I was asking everyone, like, on Twitter, I was like, because every, for the last few weeks, people have been praising the last few episodes of Clone Wars, so I asked, okay, I'm going to start, I'm going to, like, because they uploaded the episodes, like, weekly, like, one episode a week, which was annoying, mm-hmm. so, so then I was like, okay, so what episodes should I watch, so, and they said, just watch the last four episodes, and I was like, for sure! So I watched the last four episodes. <laughs> now I'm gonna watch the other ones later. But the reason why I watched the last four episodes is that it literally is like a four part finale because mm-hmm. it literally connect it literally connects to Return of the Sith and it's seen from Ahsoka's point of view, ah. which is yeah. And I, and they even changed the, like the logos and shit too. Like you know when you watch it, like the the Clone Wars logos yellow and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, on on these last four episodes, the logo is red. Huh. Yeah, and th- that was that it. Mm-hmm. like they they said, "Oh shit, ain't sweet no more." <laughs> 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 you know you the like, vibes. You like Batista. Give me what I want. <laughs> Give me what I want. Like, you know the vibes. You know what's about to happen. <laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> right? Everybody about to die. Well, not really, but it was like one of those. It, in my opinion, it was one of it was. It could have been a movie, and it was by far one of the, in my opinion, one of the best Star Wars visuals that I have seen. Yeah, I've, I heard, was like, I've heard really good things about that. So, I'm a. Yeah, so if anything. Too. 
if anything, just watch the last four episodes. If anything, because everything else is kind of like little, you know, missions and shit like that. But the last four episodes, that's when shit gets. It's it shit doesn't get sweet. Like after that, I watched Return of the Sith without commentary. By the way, really, <laughs> still, yeah, it's still funny to this day. <laughs> oh, you talking about the commentary? I thought you just went back and watched it. Uh, just watched. Oh it. yeah, I, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. And then I had to put our commentary. You oh, know, gotcha. just to. <laughs> yeah, still gotcha. funny to this day. Still funny to the to this day. Yeah, because weren't we talking about six nine that episode too? Yep, it's Revenge <laughs> of the Blinkies. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it was just it's hilarious. Speaking of, uh, oh, yeah. speaking of snitchy sixty, did you guys see uh, what he's, yeah, he's planning on back. doing on Friday? Yeah, no. IG Live. Seriously, he's got he's he yes he is he announced it that he's coming back on. He's gonna make his grand return on IG Live just. To test the temperature, <laughs> I think that's that's what I'm calling it. Even put a, I'm looking at put it a time stamp on it too, Martin. Motherfucker said yep. 12 p.m. Eastern time on Friday. No, he said 3 p.m. or 3 p.m. 3 p.m. East, East, 12 yeah, p.m. Our time. time. But he actually put like a direct time on it though. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm gonna be at work, so I ain't gonna see that. I mean, I'll probably yeah, see, but I, I. But the thing is, I know why he's doing that because he wants to see what rappers or what artists is gonna show up, and I already know rap like artists are gonna show up. And the way how everything is, they don't give a damn. They're gonna show up just to you know interact with him and probably work with him. He probably they said he he's already he already bought like two cars and shit. Like he's chilling. Oh, of course he's taking well full advantage of these uh, quarantine discounts at the dealership. <laughs> you know it's kind of funny imagine. now because yeah. as soon as he as soon as as soon as he went to jail, that's when the fucking that's when everything's starting to reopen all of a sudden. Right, <laughs> it's God sense of humor. It's God sense of humor. Like, oh, you thought you safe, huh? Yeah. <laughs> God. Yo, I hate to associate God and Palpatine, but God looking like execute phase one or phase <laughs> shit. <laughs> execute phase one. And I know what you mean, so, dog. Like, you don't want to put yeah. those two together, but yeah. I mean, what you gonna like, do? But. But master, we still haven't hit the second stage yet. Do it. Do it. <laughs> master Skywalker, oh, they're all shit. over us. What are we going to do? I don't know what you fitting to do. Man, he he really killed them kids, man. I don't know what you fitting to do, but fuck these kids. <laughs> fuck your fort. <laughs> like, like, he really killed them kids. Like, damn. Nah, he, really, he really lived out that MJ meme. Like, straight up. <laughs> Fuck some kids. <laughs> Yo, if anybody's if anybody's listening to this that has any creative control as far as editing videos, please redo that scene and put MJ's face on that when he beams up the lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids. Oh damn. Oh man, it was, like, it was crazy. I've seen Star Wars so many times. It's kind of just like, yeah, it's like I watch. I'll watch everything, including Solo, all the way up to Return of the Jedi. I cannot watch the sequel trilogy no more because Ride the Sky. Why the Skywalker messed? I, mean, I, I can't even watch Last Jedi. And I love Last Jedi, well, and Force Awakens is great. And, but then when you get to Rise of Skywalker, it's like a butchered landing. It's like blah. So, the funny thing about it is there's no down the middle um like there's no agreement on which ones are bad like you're saying that about this last one others yeah. have said that about the previous one that you were like no I don't know why they hated it they liked it like it's, oh, it's literally yeah. all over the place there's no 
rhyme or reason. It's that's wild one. that that plays out like that. The only one that's kind of like in the middle of the road is Force Awakens. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, everyone's kind of cool on Force Awakens because like, it sets ah, up everything. That one's all right, and then and then it's just Blah. like madness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it's just madness for the last two movies because you know Disney didn't have a plan. Right. So that's. Trash, well, whatever they they say they still got plans for the next few movies or whatever they they gotta make up shit. So I mean, they they they're like scrambling for it. they at least put a plan together with the the Mandalorian. They put the yeah, yeah was all the behind the scenes uh, that they turned that into a series now. Yeah, like the blueprint on the on the artwork and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that that's actually I, I'll give props for that. That's that's good timing to throw that in. Yeah, and also with Rise of Skywalker, I was just looking at the extras. They added all the behind-the-scenes shit on Rise of Skywalker because that shit wasn't going to hit Disney Plus until, like, a few months from now. Right. But, you know, the Rona, the Rona happens. So, like, yeah, we got to get it up. So, it's like, as of right now, the entire Skywalker saga is up on Disney Plus. So, it's like, wow. I mean, I, I, know nice. about, yeah, I know how you feel about the last one, but shout-out to them. Let's give them a round of applause. All nine of yeah. them. <laughs> Serious. All nine of them. That's amazing. I'm, no, but the thing was, George Lucas didn't think he was gonna, he wasn't gonna finish seven, eight, and nine. So it was like, you know, it ended after Return of the Fucking Jedi. Yeah, no, but that, that's <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's what I mean, though. Like, the, even he was thinking, oh shit, I'm never gonna finish this. And then we're he now didn't. in a world he where didn't. there's they're not only together <laughs> like it's a DVD or a Blu-ray yeah. format. Nah, there's a streaming platform, and it is exclusively through that streaming platform. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, for yeah, real. man. It's wild, Star Wars nigga. Yeah, so when we got done with the, uh, got done with May the Fourth. It's big times over here, Cinco de Mayo. See, every year Cinco de Mayo is the one holiday where me myself stay in the house, no matter if it was a pandemic or not. That I am a staying in the. That's one time, but the other that time was, that, that, was, that was one time. <laughs> That one time is why we had to pause last week or the week before when we were talking about Division. But, but that was Cinco yeah, de Mayo. But, it is, but still, that was like a once-in-a-lifetime moment. But the like majority of the time, I am in the house. Cause, really? Yeah. yeah. No, nah, I was like, nah. Nah, because y'all crazy. I'm staying in the house. Traffic is bad. Nah, I'm in. It's I'm wild, in the house. Because like, you're the one that goes out. You know what I mean? Like go out I know, that's but that's the one holiday. Yeah, and but like, that's my one that'd rule. be the one day. Yeah, like, you but, yeah the but that's the one. But in the words of a joke, that's one day I break my one rule and stay in the house. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, shit. Nah, not, not a me, game. man. My, my Mexican side, I let that. Exactly. Uh, it's y'all let, that's y'all day. Uh, <laughs> Juneteenth is my day. My Mexican side, so, I, let that, I let that bottle run loose. <laughs> this guy. I bet you did. In the house, I hope. Yeah, no. So uh, what was funny was it, um, so our household, um, we didn't have anything planned. It was, hmm. uh, that's what made yesterday, yesterday, of course, single my house recording. That's what made it so fun. Nothing was planned. I was out here doing music shit. And then um, family's inside uh, cooking. And then all of a sudden, they're taking shots. And I just happened to walk in. And my brother's girlfriend was like, hey, you didn't take a shot with me for my birthday, which was over the, uh, the weekend because I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, yeah, I'll take a shot with you. I didn't know at the time that it was my sister's and hers fourth shot going into it. And then they pulled my brother before he got into the shower. They pulled him out the bathroom. So he's uh, Damn. he's only got a towel on. My mom walks in from across the street. And she's like... 
why are you only wearing a towel? And then we're looking at her like, why are you wasting time? Because the three of us clearly have no problem with him being in his towel right now. Like, he's in the comfort of his own home. Stop wasting time. Let's all take a family shot. And sure enough, we all took yeah. A, yeah, we took a family shot. And then we all went our ways. And then we came back in, took another one. Man, we had tacos. We had enchiladas. My brother came in with, uh, with George Clooney's tequila. Uh, Damn! Oh, then we went. Yeah, I forgot. He, I forgot he has a tequila. I remember. I forgot yeah, about that. Then we then we went outside and um, we had a, a burn session. Like our household was sponsored by Backwoods and George Clooney's tequila, and it was incredible. <laughs> well, damn! That's the bro. And then my mom, because um, my mom was working from home this week. She's uh she's been rotating. So one week she works from home. The other week she has to go to the hospital and work. Mm. Mm. So this was her week to stay home. So then she's like, "Nah, I'm tapping out. I'm going into the room." So we're all four of us. We're still in the kitchen, and then um, next thing you know, we're playing uh, we're playing the Dreams Love Hate album because I'm pointing out stuff to them about writing styles because uh, Gabby didn't know that um, what we call it that the Dream and and Jay like they write Beyonce's raps. Not saying that, not saying that yeah. she don't have a part, but she didn't know that that was the creative process. So right. I, was, yeah. I was highlighting like, oh no no, like Dream has he has tells that you know it's him writing, and so then we played Fast Car, and then that's when I broke it to her that no, nah, that's based off a of little red Corvette, and she's like, no way, and I was like, yeah, listen to it, and she goes, oh shit, I hear it now. <laughs> so that was funny doing that, and then, and of course you know, half half black, half Mexican, gotta throw on the YG. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> so we threw wow. on my crazy life and was and was bumping that. Like it was it was a fun night in the house. The only thing that was missing was Larissa. But like I said, it was spur of the moment. Like we it didn't wasn't planned because if it was planned, yeah. I would have had her come over right away. Oh, for sure. Well, but yeah, no, it was, it was well, cool. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. It was fun. That's what's up. Well, out here in good old San Jose, everyone else had fun outside. Shit. Yeah, like what idiots. Bro, <laughs> this shit. All right. So for y'all who don't know, I don't give a fuck about giving my location and shit. I literally live a block away from King and Story. Yeah. Mm. The hub of Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> like, every Bio. year. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> For real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, when I tell you that shit was lit for no goddamn reason because of this damn corona, mm-hmm. that shit was fucking lit. Like, <laughs> there was fucking, I don't even, I want to say hundreds, but it was probably more in the thousands of people just yeah. chilling out in the parking lots and shit. Obviously, mm-hmm. traffic is bad because that is the cruising area. You know and what like I'm saying? You said, yeah. Like you said too, it's the hub, so all the shopping centers yeah. are there. Yeah, yeah I know exactly, exactly where you. I know exactly then, what you're talking about. And then like uh, that's where my bank is at. Yeah, and then like capitalist assholes, then they throw in like Target and shit like that. So oh right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's not just it's not just Mexican hub. Like no, nah, it's it's a reg- yeah. You go and Target and shop too. So yeah, you have all yeah, that yeah, traffic exactly. piled into one. Right. So when I tell you that I went to go pick up some shit from my brother's house, came back, bro. You know how long that shit took me just to get to my house, and, especially because they oh, blocked yeah. off, bro. I'm telling you, they blocked off uh, the exit on Story Road, so I had to go wow. back all the way up to Tully. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then cut all the way back through all the traffic on King Road, like, bro. I'm sure that took <laughs> you know a nice, that took a nice two hours. I'm guessing. Yeah, man. Yeah, easy, bro, and that, that's not even an exaggeration. I wish it was. <laughs> no, I, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like if you have to live here to understand. <laughs> yeah, because over here in San Jose, Cinco de Mayo is literally a tradition, pandemic or not. Oh, in some households, in some households, it's bigger than Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. pandemic or not, they, these Mexicans are gonna go ham, no matter what. 
<laughs> so, yep. And I learned that. I'm like, wow. I mean, I was nowhere around it, but I saw pictures, and I'm like, for sure, keep that away from me. I saw all Even the pictures. At... I saw all the pictures. <laughs> I just smelt all the horchata and pan dulce, man. I could just yeah. smell it. And then uh, a whole bunch of cor- a whole bunch of Corona, the drink and the virus, <laughs> the drink and the so, virus, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, hey man, that's on you. Like one of my coworkers was telling me, like we were just kind of complaining about it. I was like, yeah, one of my 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 daughter's son-in-law called my daughter's um, husband called me and he was like, yeah, you should come out here. It's like, yeah, you should come out here. There's all the low riders and everything. And she and then my coworker was like, why the hell are you out there? No. <laughs> He's like, you're half black and Mexican, more black than Mexican. Why are you out there? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, shit, man. You, Idiots. Y- YG and, and Nipsey, they help bridge that gap. Shit. Have you heard the new Snoop Dogg, though? Yeah. Yeah, he's what? he's doing the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's pushing that, that agenda and shit. Yeah. My God. Whatever. I hope y'all... I- I got, I God willing, I really hope none of y'all caught that shit. If y'all were out there enjoying yourselves, enjoying your heritage, it's cool. It's cool. But she, no, don't get me wrong. It's cool. I was not out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not I like that. Nah, I'm that good. perfectly clear. Yeah, seriously. We, especially moi, <laughs> was not out there. Yes, yeah. if pandemic or not, I stay in the house. <laughs> Martin, it's funny as hell because I got an image of Busby. He's sitting out the window just peeking through the blinds like it's the fucking purge. <laughs> yep. Yep. Be like Will Smith and I am legend, chilling in the bathtub. He's <laughs> just looking, he's looking through the blinds. These motherfuckers, motherfuckers. Man. Oh, my <laughs> God. Pandemic or not, that's exactly what I would say. Yep. <laughs> nah, yeah, man. I mean, funny. I'll keep it real with you. Like I had my t- I had my fun and shit with Single the Mile. Now it's like I'm just chilling. And the best part about it is being so close to King of Story, I get all the freaking the low riders and the uh, mm-hmm. basically like sideshows and shit. If you looked at my IG story, I put dog. There was literally tire marks all throughout my freaking block. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I yeah, see I saw everything, that. anyways. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, somebody it said is it, what it is. Yeah, somebody said it best. They're like, you know, God has a sense of humor. When we're in a pandemic on Cinco de Mayo that takes place on Taco Tuesday, mm. mm-hmm. and the pandemic is named after one of the most popular beers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's God's sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's literally God's sense of humor. It's also Execute, God's sense of humor. Execute phase Execute. one. <laughs> it's also God's sense of humor just to see how stupid people are. And it's like at this point now, because this past week, people were just protesting outside, like, you know, govern- governor's houses and the governor's houses and offices. Yeah. Just And the state capitol. And the state capitol, mainly yeah. white, some black. But it, it's, I don't know what to say. I've seen signs that says, my body, my choice. That's not how this works. But I... <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, man, is that they're always like against that shit, and then all yeah. of a sudden, oh, I'm gonna use that <laughs> and then, when it's convenient. And then, I, you know, sometimes I'm at work and I see, and they're not allowed to go. Nobody's allowed into certain facilities without a mask now, right? Because you know, common sense. Yeah. I sometimes I just see people walk in with no mask or gloves, just so casually, and I'm just looking at them, like, really, just really. Do you know what's going on right now? And just 
I saw another video of this dude at a gas like he was at a gas station, and this white lady comes in with a mask on, but there was holes cut cut out on, in the mouth, and he just and he and he's very sarcastic, and he goes, oh, "That's a great mask. Where'd you get this? And how'd you where'd you get that?" And she's like, "Oh, I made it myself, you know, because I couldn't breathe in it." So yeah, okay. Hey man. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah, that, that that's stupid. Don't get me wrong, that is stupid. But I mean, at least. As much as I hate to say it, she had like an actual reason. You know what I mean to act to breathe. You know what I mean, not like yeah, the nurses be I see on, on my ventilator. Uh, pretty. Nah, she but hold up. Breathing. Not like the nurses I see on my IG story that are my friends that cut uh-huh. the damn hole in their fucking mask just to drink their freaking Starbucks. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's real rich. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So JC, you said you saw some shit before, like before recording. You said you saw some shit. And it's just like people are idiots. Yeah, I had uh, I went to Target to go do a uh, pick up an order, and uh-huh. of course Target is one of the uh, establishments where they're still having lines, uh, people coming in, all that. Mm. This black mm. dude was um, he was getting towards the front of the line, and she stopped the line, and that's when I approached because obviously because of what I do, I just show him the app, say hey, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here on a pickup, I need to go get in, whatever, and it's good. So, as I'm walking up, he stopped, and he's like, come on, man, I just gotta get some fucking dental floss. Now, mind you, he's saying this, and he has no mask on. So, he's already putting everybody at risk at this point. Everybody else around him has a mask on, including the worker. Um, So, so he's like, no, I gotta get some dental floss. And while he says this, (laughs) if you leave the Target parking lot and just literally drive out and go right across the street into the next parking lot mm. there's a whole ass Walgreens there with no line <sighs> so I'm legit looking at this uh, man like oh my god yeah I'm legit looking it's... at him like there's just you just can't solve stupidity like it, you just have to let it you have to let it it's just natural selection it's just natural selection like it, that's pretty much what I'm calling it cause you yeah, cause I'm, god, like, I'm, like, I'm looking at it is... I'm looking at this man like you know Target just isn't a place to you know just buy some shit that you shouldn't buy like it's an actual grocery store so people are coming in to get that stuff like if you just want dental floss like go to walgreens Walgreens when they got the dental floss or you could just yeah or you could just order the shit from amazon did you tell them that gas station and get dental floss and that's that was my thing to like you knew your ass was running out of dental floss last week like come on bro that too for real it's crazy when you see when I, especially at the spot I'm working at, man. I see people come in shopping, and they just get like the barrel minimum, and I'm just looking at them like you just came here just for some ice cream, bruh. Really? Yeah. Just for some damn ice cream. Hey man, <sighs> don't you ever talk shit about ice cream, dog? Yeah, but I'm I, not, see, I got. I, but see, I got to defend that. <laughs> I got to defend that because it's there's a circumstance where maybe they were shopping and at the time there was no ice cream, so they got all their no. order. No, no, no! I watched them walk in. No, no, no! But I'm, 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 I'm saying that's that is a reality. It may not be like, the reality. Yeah, it is happens. a reality. It is a reality. I know, but you know, but sometimes I watch these people walk in, and then yeah, like, no, and, but, they, and they didn't shop earlier. They didn't shop earlier. Well, I'm I'm saying, I'm, they could have went the day, went the day before, before. That's what I'm saying. Or two days before, and it's like, damn it! I wanted to get some ice cream, but they didn't have none. Right. I'm gonna go back and see if they got it. I, I get I get y'all, but some my, my thing is like, like it could be it could yeah, be. I'm not I'm not, I'm I'm not, not cat, trying to shoot them. Yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to shoot them that much bail. I'm just saying if they come out with gloves or a mask or both, it's kind of like eh. I can't judge because you're following protocol. Whatever. 
Yeah, yeah. Those people, I don't, I don't judge. But the ones I see that don't have a mask, and then one lady even said, "Ugh, I hate wearing these. I can't breathe in this." And I'm like, and I just looked at her like, "Well, you rather be breathing on a ventilator? Put the damn mask on." Yeah. <laughs> I literally said that to her too. Another damn. thing I noticed too, which was Ruthless. it blew up all over social media. When I say blew up all over social media, I'm not talking about me. I'm just saying this whole incident blew up. Was mm. um. Mm. It's very interesting to see when blue lives actually matter. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I saw that. White folks pushing the popo. Like, yeah, I saw it. Literally walking up on them, protesting all up in their face with no masks. Seriously. And then and- I felt some type of way about the, the officers, too, because even though I looked at them like they're just doing what they're told to do, like, that's fine. I was looked at the officers like, wait, y'all don't have any masks. And you guys are practicing perfect restraint right now. My, oh, my, this is... Intriguing. This is different. Mm-hmm. I don't know what natural I'm looking selection. at. Natural mm-hmm. selection. Just, just let natural selection take its course. That's how I'm looking at it. Just let it take its course, because niggas are idiots. In the words of OG, oh Mac no, though. I'm not. I'm not talking about natural selection. I'm talking about how it, you know, black and brown, you could be unarmed and you're viewed as a threat. But yeah, here's somebody is with with COVID nineteen, you know, possibly ca- as a carrier, spitting right. in your face, and you're practicing perfect restraint. It's just like, hmm, wow, racism. Yeah, it's, it's just racism. It's wild on both sides. It's just, like I said, it's it's just, you just have to laugh at the fact where it's like, damn, I thought y'all said blue lives matter. Like, why are you attacking them now? Because <laughs> <laughs> they want to go back to work. They want to go to Applebee's. You know, they want to, you know, do that type of stuff. They, it's their body, their choice. Yeah. I mean, blue lives matter, <laughs> their body, their choice. Their Remember when Kaepernick was... was just taking a knee? I know, right? Like, his seriously. Knee, his choice. It's his knee, his choice. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't his choice, though. You know what I mean? Like, everybody got on him about that shit. Now look what's going on. Yeah, like, you kidding him, me? You see the difference? Yeah, they told him not to disrespect the flag, and then people brought the flag to swing at the, or at least shove in the face of police officers. So it's yeah. like, That's how you know if, if they're, like, a MAGA supporters when they get the American flag, which is sad. <laughs> like, if you see the American flag in their avatar, or do you see them rocking it, I'm like... Uh, you one of them niggas. Oh, the generic, okay. uh, the generic yep. pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's how like you can tell. Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always sitting in the truck. America. <laughs> mm-hmm. America. Yeah. America. Uh, uh, well, well man, since we're on the since we're on the topic, I mean, might as well stay here. I actually kind of want to get this out the way. Um, all jokes aside, the the shit's starting to hit the fan, and it's starting to turn deadly. Um, did you guys hear about the the security guard in Flint, Michigan? Yep. That yeah. one, no, I didn't. Okay, so there was a security guard at the dollar store in Flint. His name was Calvin Munderland. He was 43 years old. He told this lady, Charmel uh, Teague, who was 45, that she couldn't come inside unless she either put a mask on her or a mask on her child because they were walking in with no masks. Mm. Um, she then proceeded to yell at him, spit at him, and then drove away. 20 minutes later, she comes back with her husband, Larry Teague, who was 44, and... Ramonye, her son, who was 23. And Ramonye then gets to argument with him and then pulls his gun out and shoots this man in cold blood and kills Holy him right there on the spot. Shit. Like, and they're all, all, all because, he, yeah, all because he was, he told this woman, look, you can't come in without a mask because of the pandemic. Like, he's dead because he was doing his job. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just that those people crazy, just, stupid shit, crazy. man. Um, it's it. They yeah. they had a, a GoFundMe. Um, I think the goal was to get ten thousand dollars, and I think somebody last time I checked, they were at like a quarter million. 
uh, raised for this man's um, his proceeds and for his family. I don't know at the time. I didn't. I couldn't find an article. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not that I couldn't find. I didn't look. I just saw all at face value. But I didn't know if he had a, um, his own personal family, like kids or a girlfriend or wife or anything like that. Yeah, um, I think he did have kids. I think yeah. he did have a wife and kids. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this, it's it's fucking senseless, man. Like, yeah. All because he just told this woman, hey, you can't come in without a mask. And instead of, you know, yeah. obliging, saying, okay, you know, just, again, taking, just taking yourself out the situation and looking at the bigger picture. They said yeah. she was a crackhead. See, that, that's the one thing I, I don't get, man, is, like, people are putting their own, like, privileges and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Above yeah. Yeah, they're, something they're is own... happening globally. It's not just in your city. About it's you. not just in your state. It's not just in the country. It's everywhere. Right. You know what We're I mean? We're going through this shit. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole protesting thing that you're talking about, right, like, that's American privilege. Fucking this shit. Now, granted, it had a dark turn, but that's still privilege. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah, I'll, because like I, I know, said, man, they shit, don't they don't care, they don't care unless it happens to them. That's why I have to explain yeah. to my mom and my family, and just leave my. It's like they don't care until it happens to them, and then nah, it's like, oh, shit. take this, oh, take it serious. But you didn't take it serious, yeah. So yeah. It's, you know, it's it's um, they want to tell everybody else you reap what you sow, but then when they when it comes to them, now they want to change. Not only the narrative, but they want to change the rules, and it's like, nah, that's not how it works, man. We we yeah. all we all bleed the same. It, it don't I mean, work like that. We all get up and put our pants on in the morning, just like everyone else. Right. So, yeah. or you know, I'll just put you know, or no pants. Keep yeah, whatever. Yeah, like a whatever. Bunch, <laughs> a bunch of my people. On that. <laughs> a bunch of my people. They've been doing face calls into work. Um, they like screw the pants, man. I'm just putting this shirt on just for appearances. As soon as that shit ends, they <laughs> back in white tees. Dude, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna Jeez. hold y'all, man. The only time I even put my pants on is if, is if I'm gonna go go out for a walk or if I'm going to work. If I am just doing nothing, I am just in my PJs watching whatever streaming Give service hell, I feel yeah. like watching that day. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. I'm in, I'm in gym shorts all yeah. day. I, I don't blame I don't, you. Yeah. Which one? Like some days I just <laughs> some days I just alternate. Like first would be WWE Network, then the next day it will be Netflix, and the next day it will be Hulu. Now I'm, I'm, I need, I need to start giving Amazon some love now. Yeah, because <laughs> I haven't given Amazon no that's love actually, lately. So that's actually what I'm gonna start that. doing. I'm probably gonna wait until after, and we'll get to the Jordan doc in a few. Um, after the last dance, I'm. I think I'm going to now set up a day where I binge or at least watch shows from different networks on certain days. So like, yeah, like Monday I'll probably do like, okay, what shows on Apple TV? Tuesday, Amazon. Like, I'm probably gonna end up doing that because trying to watch everything across every streaming platform in one day, it, it's tiring. It becomes a job. And I it's don't, like it's quality shit too. That's the sad yeah. part. It's quality. Yeah. It's good. It's like, oh, you bitch. Yeah, yeah. Right. You <laughs> Why you have to be so good? Yeah. <laughs> shit, man. It's um, annoying. You know. Oh, go on. No, go ahead. No, I was about to say because you know next month that's when book Power Book Two is about to come out. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see if it. Yeah. We'll see if it follows through with everything taking place. Um. For real. This this story got it's now getting traction because the footage came out. Um, yeah, we shit. did. I know personally, I didn't know anything about it because when I looked at the date of when this occurred, it was the day before Kobe and Gigi's memorial. So mm. of course, my mind was elsewhere. However, Ahmad Arbery, mm. uh, yep. was 25, he was murdered in cold blood in Brunswick, Georgia, 
Jogging while just black. Just going for a jog. Just going for a jog. Yes, and these white crazy. folks thought he looked, he fit the description. They, yeah. And they decided to do a citizen arrest. So this dude and his son, white boy and his son, yeah, Gregory, him. Gregory McMichael and his son. This can't be right. Travel McMichael? Travel? <laughs> It could be right. All right, man. It sounds about white. It could be very sounds white. About, sounds about white. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. They were, he was jogging. They saw him. They thought he fit the description in their eyes. They trailed him and pretty much shot him point blank. And he just died on the street. And now yeah, they're about to shotgun. take it to trial. Yeah, yeah and now he and now they're taking it to trial and they're gonna look over the footage, but yeah, the, apparently the cops tried to cover it up and all types of shit, but the footage just came out recently. And it's been a while since a black man's been a hashtag lately. Have you noticed? It's been a good almost four years that I know of that a black man's became a hashtag again. Possibly you know, I, I don't even think we made it that long to be honest. I think it was. I have, no. I, when when Ho has gotten the office, I've been kind of waiting to see when another hashtag is going to pop up. And since he's probably been not, in office, probably not on a bigger scale, but I'm sure that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's it's taken yeah. place since. Yeah, um, but yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, yeah, the thing about the the two guys is they still have yet to be arrested. So it's mm-hmm. it's uh, we're going on the two and a half months. And they're they still walking free. Like if they, this they footage literally charged. just came out. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Cra- I just literally, I just saw the footage right before we went on air. I didn't watch it because I didn't know, want to. I, it just it popped up, and I was just like, yeah. Like, I, I mean, no, I unfortunately like, had to see it because it just popped up. Yeah. I mean, it pop, it'll, it'll pop up, but I'll just keep scrolling. That's pretty much what it comes down to. It'll pop up on my feed, and I knew what it, I know what it is, and I'll just keep scrolling. Yeah, like, I'm not going to watch this. I think that's what it was. You had the benefit. I had just gotten back home from doing what I was doing, so I had no idea this was even a hashtag or anything. Yeah. And mm. it just rolled up on the screen. I was like, what the fuck? And yeah. These, yeah. White, these yeah. white folks are crazy, man. That's all. That's all no, it comes but, down to. These. But, uh, but to your point, what you were saying, no, I... Um, I think I was talking with the uh, with Bansky on Twitter last night um, mm. about this, and I was like, I tweeted him because he was talking about, it, and I was like, yo, it's even more wild to think that as deadly as this damn pandemic is, it's probably saving black and brown men from being murdered in cold blood. Like, just mm-hmm. think about that for a second. Like, a deadly pandemic is keeping us safe right now from just jogging. Yeah, what kind of or, world you know, living, or getting skittles. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, walking. Yeah. Or just playing our music in our cars. Or getting the mail. You know. Right. In the so words of that dude from Pocahontas, these white men are dangerous. Oh, yeah. I mean, man. I mean. But man, it's the truth. Anyway. Yeah, rest, happy uh, shit. rest in peace to Ahmad Arbery. Um, and condolences and prayers out go to his, his loved ones. And we're all, we're all behind you. And, uh, yep. you know, as bleak as it sounds, we're, we're hoping for some kind of justice in some form or fashion so we'll see right. how that all plays mm-hmm. out and then I guess this will transition us into sports um, Don Shula former Miami Dolphins coach he oh, passed yeah. away earlier this week at the age of 90 legend yeah Seriously. legend obviously he was Man, way before my time but yeah. to to understand Man. and appreciate the game of football you definitely know who Don Shula so, is undefeated is the right. only team that went undefeated mm-hmm. uh, only led the 72 Dolphins to an undefeated season right only yeah. only only team to ever do it the Patriots were close very close <laughs> really a few close. teams were close very close at the doorstep but you know Eli Manning 
And it's always a Manny. <laughs> always a Manny. <laughs> you know, some teams have come close. Some teams were close, but nah, no cigar, man. Yeah. Al, no. So, I think it still could happen again. An undefeated, you know, team. It's possible. To go, no, it definitely you know, could. I mean, if anything, if anything, this year proved it with the with both the Niners and the Ravens. Patriots. Oh yeah, the Ravens. Yeah, not the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted, the Niners went the longest, but I mean, you know, for it to go that long without yeah. losing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's possible. It's yeah. feasible. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. very possible. Yeah. I think the yeah, Patriots were close again. I thought the Patriots were going to go undefeated again. I thought very all of their Super Bowl runs, I thought they would have went undefeated. Maybe. Mm. But, you know. Shit didn't happen, so yeah. Anyway, um, so so before and then let's let's just wrap up this small sports talk because I'm ready to get to the documentary myself. Um, Frank Gore, he's not ready to retire. It's <laughs> one more season. Yo, he Eric wants one Frank more season. For real, man. Shit. He just said he Frank, I, I, He's on that Leo Deca- Leonardo DiCaprio Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I don't care for how many years. I'm oh, not leaving. Not only, did, I am... not only did he say I'm not leaving, he said, what's a pandemic to a beast? I'm going to New York. Shit. I'm going to the Jets. <laughs> I'm going to get my I'm going to get my stats up. Yeah. I know about you. Hey, I'm going to get and, my stats and just up. To, just to rub salt in that wound, though, bro, he actually turned down the contract from the Raiders. It was better than what the Jets yeah. gave him. Yeah. Wow. So he's but, like, I'm not going to Vegas. But to be like, fair, he's, he's, but, he's a he's a Niner, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. But to be fair, in, in addition life. to him being a Niner, like you're you'll be hell pressed to get Josh Jacobs off the field unless he's hurt. So yeah, he has yeah, a better chance that. playing with Le, yeah. uh, Le'Veon Bell because the schemes. But no, I'm not taking yeah, away right. from what you're saying. He is a Niner to the core. Like it don't matter if they're yep. Oakland, Vegas, Man. or Mars. He's you he wasn't yep. doing it. It would have been nice if he signed with us for one more year. Just as a backup yeah. or whatever, yeah, and I, and I can, I'm sure Shanahan would have found a scheme for him, like a power run scheme for him, just for him. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just think he wants yeah. more. Just, I think just think he wanted more field time. Just yeah, to, and just then not only, I mean, we got a few running backs to you know rotate and shit. So it's right. like, yeah, he, well, yeah. He Joe Staley retired last. Sorry, Joe Staley retired last week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did we talk about that? No, because mm. no, we no. weren't on Monday. No, we didn't actually. Yeah, yeah, Joe. Bro, yes, yes, we so did. Just... Uh, yes, we did because it happened right after the draft. Oh yeah, yeah. Right oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I keep seeing all the you know the dedic the tribute post and shit like that. But I'm like, dude, he was old man. He was beat up. He's like right. the last of the. He was the last of that drafting class. You know. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. We got what's we got what's his name again? Uh, Trent Williams. Peterson. Trent Williams, yeah. And yep. hey, man. He's a great he's blocker. Too, man. I'm not going to hate on really Trent good. at all. Like, that dude is a beast. Yes, he is. Great yeah. block. He's he's the perfect lineman for a Shanahan scheme. So. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he's he the was a Shanahan scheme before. Yeah. Right, Shanahan, so yeah. And he's, when Shanahan was the OC at uh, Washington. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, so, we're going to find out. Speaking of, yeah. And speaking of the NFL, the. It's rumored that the NFL did it drop as of today or is it tomorrow? I forget when the NFL schedule drops. Today. No, tomorrow. It's gonna drop like well on this on Thursday. Okay. This so, Thursday. Tomorrow, yeah. There's they as of now as we're recording, there was a rumor of what the Thanksgiving Day schedule was gonna be. Mm-hmm. And boy when I tell you. Man. Look, man. 
me and the homies, me and the homies, both 49ers and Cowboys fans alike, we was already planning on taking a trip to Dallas for this game anyways. But if you put the Niners against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, oh my god. Oh man, now we might have to spend oh a few extra days. God. We might have to spend a few extra days out in Dallas, man. Pandemic or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this can't stop they can't stop that has no, we need fans there. Somehow, some way you could spread them out, have like, seat arrangements, something. There needs to be people there. I mean like, it'll be all come be on, God. fans anyways. But then know? I just said last week but then I didn't say last week, because of Brady, no football. So that's some sacrifices we have to make. Oh, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but so. Buzzer's like, we gotta make this happen, and then he has he's a like, thought in his mind of uh, Brady like, throwing oh, no, the Gronk no. in Tampa Bay. Tampa? Oh, no, 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 they're having they're, they're they're literally filming their shows at the Tampa Bay Arena or the stadium, oh, and they're shit. at the at the yeah. practice facility. How I know this because they're backstage they're, they're in the backstage fighting, and you see the fucking Jaguar logos all everywhere. Oh, this is hilarious. That's kind of sick though, dude. <laughs> it is. <laughs> shit, this is fire. Anyway, wow, wow. <laughs> You see people standing to the side with their mask on while these wrestlers are just doing, like, powerbombing people off into tables and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wrestling. Anyway. Wrestling, baby. Uh, Anyway, so. Um, The NCAA. So remember how California itself, we were trendsetting when it came to NCAA in terms Mm -hmm. of waiting for a few years to get uh, pay-for-play initiated so players can make money off of their likeness. Right. And yeah. we said it at the time, the NCAA ain't gonna stand for that. They gonna they gonna cave at some point. Well, and at some did. point it's come. They yeah. have at some point it's here. They have announced that uh, beginning in the 2021-22 season, uh, pay for play will be taking effect all across the NCAA. Let's all go. of a sudden, let's on, go. On one hand, I want to give a round of applause real quick, and this round of applause is only for the players who are able to make money off of their likeness. Yeah. Now that that is over, no. The fucking NCAA is still discussing this shit, and the reason oh, why they are, they are disgusting God. is because even in the midst of this, they are telling student athletes, "Yeah, okay, you guys could go get your money over there, which is basically a fraction of the money that we're going to be getting, and you still can't come touch our money." And they're making sure that in the in writing, they are doing everything in their power to make sure that endorsements don't cross with the actual universities meaning mm-hmm. that universities aren't going to be the ones paying out the kids themselves on behalf of these endorsements so in layman's terms you better go find your own endorsement outside because you can't cross any endorsements here and get double paid which, so you're trying to tell me which means that which means that you're basically only looking at the superstars of the colleges campuses getting like if you're a walk-on it's you're still gonna be hard-pressed to get some money all because yeah. they won't open up their yeah. pot. It's like, fam, yeah. you, you, okay. Y'all still nasty I mean, as fuck. I get it. Um, I guess if, if there's an NCAA game, though, they still got to get some type of percentage, though, right? No. 
How do you figure? I mean, if they have their licenses, they only get it based off endorsements. So the they only get it based off. That's what I'm saying. It's not an endorsement through the uh, NCAA. It would be direct, wouldn't it? Yeah. So it. So let's say they bring back NCAA football. Yeah. NCAA football, they wouldn't be paying. That would be a new contract stipulation where they wouldn't be compensating the schools outside Mm. of just compensating them for their individual likeness. So like University of Alabama, of course, because it's their jerseys. And all that, and the campus uh, was it the how they digitized the campus? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, you got to compensate the school for that. But when you compensate the players, you don't send the money to Alabama to pay the players. They yeah. would directly have to pay the players out, and that's what the NCAA is making it. That's why there, it's going to be a harder effect because you would just think, okay, we're using the players' likeness. Let's just funnel one big ass payment to the school and let them disperse the money. No, they're not making them do that. They have to go single-handedly go find every single player and compensate. Oh, shit. Okay. And, I see what you're saying. Right. And that doesn't include those walk-on kids who, or the kids that show up, just make the roster at the, the later dates. Like, yeah, like the last second kind of shit. Yeah. It's basically all the guys that are you know returning from years before or were big-time recruits that came out. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, I it's, get you. Yeah, it's still, yeah, it's, it's still nasty. Yeah, just pay the damn kids, man. They're just avoiding the inevitable. Like it's like, oh yeah, bruh. Yeah, it's like why don't? And at this point, if you're gonna do that, give Reggie Bush back his Heisman. I'm saying <laughs> that part. Give and give US USC back their wins. Like give all that shit back if you're gonna do this rule now. That give part. back all the school. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. Still can't believe Reggie Bush did that. To this day, I'm never gonna live that down. He really gave that shit back. Yeah, Whatever, I still man. I still hold that against Reggie Bush. Like you, you are crazy. I'd have told them motherfuckers, come get this for my dead body. Kiss my ass. <laughs> I know Lombardi Trophy is cool, but you didn't. You weren't MVP. Yeah. The Heisman Trophy is your MVP. Come on, bro. Yeah, like you were. Whatever. Re- you were recognized as the college player that year. For real, nobody was better than the- you. See, they can take away the wins, but they're gonna take away YouTube. Nah. Like, yeah. they're gonna, they're gonna get, yeah, them highlights gonna live forever. Yeah. I don't know if you saw speaking of Reggie Bush. Speaking of Reggie Bush, did you guys see? Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember Busby, but Martin, do you remember Pat White from West uh, Virginia? West Virginia, yeah. Did you see number people five. were com- yeah? Did you see people were comparing him and Reggie Bush for who the best number five was in college football? Wait, recently? Yesterday, I believe. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What kind of shit is that? It was that? one of those I mean, ones where well, I was here's, like, here's All the right. thing, man. Pat White, don't, don't, I can't downplay how good he was in college. You know what I'm saying? Pat like, White dude was, was a, a fucking savage, bro. He was, he was You know beast. what I mean? But, I mean, but he wasn't <laughs> Reggie Bush. But, but he Reggie, wasn't Reggie Bush, Bush was considered a possible number one overall pick. Reggie yeah. Bush was literally you know Jesus on the field, dog. Like, watching him play was just, like, wild. It was just crazy how it didn't really transition well into the NFL. I mean, it was kind of cool, but he just kept getting injured. Yeah. So That and he entered you know. the NFL probably, what, seven years too early? Yeah. Seriously though, yeah, because he did. I mean, Christian McCaffrey ain't too far off from him, right? Yeah, you know and, what I mean. And like, you also got to remember too, um, who was it that went to Miami, Martin, um, when they started doing the Wildcat offense? It was Cadillac Williams, and I forget who oh, the other fuck. dude was. Uh, Ronnie Brown. Yeah, like they had just started trying the Wildcat, so they weren't even getting yeah. into play options. It was just okay. Let's right. try to figure out yeah. the Wildcat. Like he just showed up yeah. seven years too early, unfortunately. If he would have showed up in Shanahan's like scheme, like his running Ooh. his his playbook, oh, they're, he, my, they're they're sculpting God. they're sculpting his Hall of Fame bus right now. If that's the case, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there, yeah. There, there's no waiting. It's it's getting sculpted. You know. Um, but yeah, and then finally, what's going to take us into 
the last dance um the nba is uh looking to i don't know how quickly they're looking to resume the season but they are opening up facilities uh starting next week um there was a report before we started recording that shams had broke that the lakers were gonna open up their facility next saturday may 16th i'm sure a couple other uh organizations are probably gonna open up earlier than that um even with the nfl too uh, they were reworking um their scheduling and all this means all that i take from is the facilities are open it doesn't mean they're jumping right back into full-fledged practices yeah Um, it just means that it's open for the players to now start going in and doing their workouts there and which likely means they're going to have their own regiments in terms of this player can work out in this end of the facility this player works out this at this time you know basically everything that takes place for phase one like it's not like okay they're open so now you know let's get back to practice it's it's gonna take a while still yeah i'll say this though i'll say this because out in south korea reports have been coming out that they have kind of low-key eradicated the virus they've Mm -hmm. been like almost two days of no like new cases and new deaths especially in in south korea and new zealand so they were kind of just like oh, wow. they might be out the waters. So the funny thing, so I read, I read a report saying they're gonna start like rescheduling like their get, their sporting events and reopening schools. I was looking at that. I just saw sports reopening sports because they were gone for like literally a month or two. Right. And I was like, that's nice. I was like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that's nice. Fuck you. <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm not saying they're gonna have. I'm not saying they're gonna have fans in there, but they're saying like they're gonna start doing. They're gonna start doing the sporting shits again. Yeah. So. I mean, at this point, like I said, I would. I don't know how I would have been able to. Um, to go about seeing sporting events without fans. Now going this long, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. For real, dude. I've been, I've been living back. this shit since it started with wrestling, man. I know how this is going to be, so it's like I, I don't, I don't, don't, I don't care. Um, I like Draymond's idea. Just make a playlist and put that shit in the background, and then let's go. Yep. For real, I just want to hear them cussing at each other. That's gonna be must see TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, ESPN has been laying the groundwork uh, for making Last Dance um, TV mm-hmm. MA. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping if that's the case, they will transition into that. And yeah, I, of course, luck, player bro. safety. I mean, that's, safety that's, is, not, that's unlikely. It's unlikely. Well, At speak, the end of the day, player safety is most important. But if yeah. if they're serious about coming back and playing out the rest of the season, please please come back, please. Yeah, for real. <laughs> before I'm we ready. get into last dance, before we get into last dance, an article came out talking about how they literally had to rush to make the the series because you know the pandemic happened that's what caused them to rush to like edit the series because the reason why episodes one through eight leaked mm-hmm. and why nine and ten didn't come out was because they weren't done editing the show <laughs> yeah they said i read a report saying as of january like as of january before all this shit went down they had nothing ready they said their plan was what that was that they were going to show it during the nba season, like during the finals and the two days where there's no games and shit like you know when they have off right that's when they were going to show that's when they were going to show the last dance episodes like back to back and then you're going to go to game one or game two or whatever right so which would have worked yeah no it was basically yeah, gonna be basketball seriously. every night for at least a week yep. yeah 
Yeah, I was like, okay. That would have made a lot a good, of sense. Yeah. Yeah, so they said they they thought they had till June. So they had like one interview already done and then they had they had other interviews set up because they thought they had till June. And then COVID said, Nope. You no. get your ass in the fucking um, editing room and edit this shit now. So, <laughs> yeah, didn't a couple of the editors have? Uh, didn't they test positive for COVID nineteen too? So they were oh, editing shit. in quarantine. I don't know. I don't know about that. I didn't hear about I think, that. I think I read something like that where it was like one or it was two of them. I think they tested positive, so they were quarantined out and they were editing. Damn. Yeah, they said last last week they just got done. Finishing up episode nine, mm-hmm. and and as of right now, they're finishing up episode ten as we speak. Right. So, all the times you guys were rushing them to make it because they told you guys it's not done yet. <laughs> they it were dead ass serious. <laughs> I can't, and I told y'all be patient. I mean, it's gonna show up when it shows up. And then they were just the ESPN said, "Do it now. We need ratings." So they're yeah. like, "All right, <laughs> bro." I'm so, be honest with you. Before the whole last dance shit, I didn't even turn on ESPN like at all. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a struggle, man. For nothing. <laughs> the only ESPN content I was giving myself was, of course, Dan Levitard and Stugatz because their radio show is it's it's perfect for pandemic times because their type of show is yet yeah, sports based, sports based, mm. but they're a pop culture show in general, so they be going off talking about fucking what's the best sandwiches in in life and all oh, that shit. Yeah. So like, yeah, their yeah. show's prime for that. And then of course, yeah. Bomani Bomani Jones because he just does his podcast twice a week. Other than that, tell- I wasn't consuming anything ESPN related until this came on. Yeah. I'm telling you, only people that are really eating right now, like for content creators, is wrestling fans. Because WWE and AEW have not stopped. So they could still make content talking about the shows. And then there's like Dark Side of the Ring out. So they still have content to talk about. Right. So it's like, you know, they're eating. I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> they're good. Actually, scratch so, that. Um, Actually, no, I was right. I didn't turn fully into ESPN until um, the last dance started. But, mm. of course, after the second week, that's when the draft took place. So at that point, oh, every, yeah, the draft, yeah. Uh, every every platform had something to talk about. And then I don't yeah. know if you saw this, Busby. Did you see that there's a possible bidding war with ESPN trying to get the rights for WWE? Oh, oh yeah, I, that, that's been rumored for like the longest time. That's like a, that's been a rumor since like because it was a rumor that before all this happened, Vince McMahon wanted to send wanted to have his pay per views on ESPN or ESPN Plus okay, and shit. Gotcha. Yeah, that that was like since that was like a few months ago when that rumor came out, and shit. now shit. I think now, now it's <laughs> I think now yeah I think now it's picking up steam because it's uh it's not rumors. I I didn't nah, see nah, too much of I it. Know it was uh, like little reports here and there. They've already debunked it. They say it's not okay. true. Got it. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's not true. So it's, trust me, as the wrestling fan nerd, like trust me, it would have been it would have been picking up steam in the wrestling community. But yeah, or he's anyway. downplaying it for a bigger bag. That's good. Uh, <laughs> tactic. Vince is that. trying to keep the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> Vince right now he ain't worried about. It. He's trying to keep the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. At this point, they're saying ratings are going down the drain for Raw and SmackDown, and I'm kind of just like, well, no shit. Just put on old episodes, man. That's all I've been watching. If they put on old episodes of Raw and SmackDown, that would do better ratings than the shit they have right now. Right. But, you know, just don't show the Chris Benoit episodes. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, last dance. Let's go. All right, last dance. Hit me, Joe Button. And I've been waiting, baby. Waiting, baby. I broke down the outliers uh on the last episode 
Tell me what right. you guys thought. Episode five. Oh. Well, so when I came in, like I was kind of preparing myself. I came in late from work, so I was kind of like putting the dishes away. And literally, when it said in, in memory of Kobe Bryant, and I was thinking Kobe was just gonna pop up right there. You know, they eased it in, like the tip in mm-hmm. pause. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then when you saw Kobe talk, I literally stopped what I was doing and watched him talk. And I was like, "Damn, they literally just filmed that before." He passed. Yeah, yeah. And everything he was saying was exactly what you know. Jordan. It was. It was. It felt quick, but everything he said was the same shit Jordan said at his funeral. You know, yeah. and then seeing the old school pictures. You know, the old the All Star game, and of course Jordan being Jesus, just <laughs> doing Jordan <laughs> shit, and then Jordan just saying like, yeah, that Kobe kid, yeah, he wild man, that boy wild. So yeah, that's what, that's what me. he was saying. That's what caught me off guard because it's like a locker room full of veterans. And they're talking about a 19-year-old's first All-Star game. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he caught MJ's attention. For real. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's, like, that, that that's what Laker stands boy, out. He's going to be good. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it wasn't even Kobe. It was that, la- that little Laker boy. Yep. Like, that little Laker boy. That's what he called yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. Like, a little Laker boy, a problem. That, uh, <laughs> that, that made me feel pride as, a, as a, both a Lakers fan and a Kobe fan. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I felt oh, pride definitely. in seeing that, where it was like, Damn, that shit was right in front of our eyes, and we're just now seeing all yeah. that take place. Yeah, not um, exactly. Dog, I don't know how you guys felt, but hearing if I ruled the world ease into that. that oh, was yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. Oh, another thing. They said they literally had to beg artists in the estate for music. Like they had to beg them because they had to beg them so they could they can allow them to play the music in the documentary. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially whatever they got to do to do to make this shit work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they said it. they literally had to write letters. They literally had to call them. They begged, especially when it was like crunch time. Oh, they yeah. had to. <laughs> yeah, they sure. had. That's yeah. that's probably why they had to wait till June because they thought they had time. Right. But <laughs> no. Nah. Nah, so, so, <laughs> salute to all the producers and editors of this docuseries. Nah, definitely there. They Seriously, are, they are the true. MVPs. Now I understand why yep. that they understand. I now I kind of understand why they probably didn't mention Michael, the you know the jam video because the estate didn't get back to them on time. Yeah, ah, <laughs> that could be it. Makes sense. Yeah, like, le- legit. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, because that that episode, like you were right, JC, that really personified who Michael Jordan was in the nineties. Not just oh, he was yeah. literally but like how big he was. He you know was. What I mean? Yeah. yeah. He had everything backing him. Like, he had the players bowing down to him. He had, like, the media bowing down to him. Kids looked up to him. He was playing at a high level that no one has ever seen in that generation before. Mm-hmm. He was a, like, that part where he was giving out tickets. And he, and what did he say? What did he say to his, uh, he's like, well, you mind where they sit? Oh, with, he was uh, like, uh, to, like uh, to Ron Brown. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's like getting tickets from God. And he goes, yeah, I am. <laughs> he said, I am God. <laughs> It's yeah, not, you yeah, just got it's it from It's not him. like getting yeah, tickets you just, from God. You got yeah, tickets from yeah, God. Yeah, you just, you just <laughs> got tickets. He's like, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> Ron, Brown, Ron Brown was great. He walked away. He said, keep that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. No, and this, it was just like. This episode, for yeah. me, the reason why I said it was so great is because it was like I was telling you guys. It was how they tied everything in, so it was there was no drop off point. Everything connected at some point. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. was a bridge into the next little uh, the uh, detail. Yeah, everything was bridged into the next chapter of this episode. Like yeah, it, it goes like of course the the fi- final All Star game with the Bulls. It's in Madison yeah. Square Garden, 
So the first yeah. game they show after Master is his final game as a bull in Madison Square Garden, and then they showed he wears the Air, uh, the Air Jordan ones. Yeah. Now we go from Air Jordan 1s to how did that Nike deal take place? I thought that was as uh, flawless as it could be. Uh, oh, Adidas, dro- yeah. Adidas dropped the bag, man. Oh, it wasn't them. Converse dropped the bag. Tro- Converse, Converse. Dropped the ball yeah. Not dropped the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dro- they, yeah, they dropped because the bag. Because remember, yeah, Converse, Converse really fucked it up. Because remember, Converse was yeah. the official shoe of the NBA. Damn. Yeah. And they told MJ straight up, yo, if you come here right now, you're not going to be marketed ahead of Magic and Larry. Like, that's just, it is what it is. So, and then he didn't want. And here's the here's the other kicker. He didn't even want it, Nike wanted that meeting with him. He didn't even want to do the meeting. His yeah. mom said, "Just give it a chance. Just go." Yeah. And, and he shout went out to his there. Agent, shout out to his agent, uh, David Falk. David Falk is really the the pioneer in MJ's marketing. Everything that we know yeah, about MJ, period. MJ as marketing, like yeah, marketing yeah. period. But everything we know as far as MJ goes, You're MJ right. the brand. That's David Falk. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah nah, I mean, he came up with the term Air Jordan too. So I mean, yeah, you know, what I mean, fact, you gotta give him credit. The fact that not only was Adidas his number one destination, but Adidas had five hundred thousand for him ready, but they had some internal conflict, so they couldn't get the deal done. Mm. Yeah, and then again, so he, so Converse, no, Adidas, no, Nike. It's not the Nike we know of today. Nike wasn't even that. It was to the point where Buzzy was saying he didn't even want to take the meeting. Like, yeah, for kids who. I kind of knew. I kind of knew the basis of that story. I just didn't mm-hmm. know the full fledged details. But for mm-hmm. kids who don't know anything about that, to see a docu series tell them straight up, "Yo, the Nike you know now is not what it was when he came into yeah. the league." Yeah, I'm sure that like yeah. that. As eye opening as this series is, I think that was the one key focal point that made everybody like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah. And then people are nah. saying that Adidas. That's oh, going on, Martin. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, bro, because if you really look at it, like Nike, if you look at Nike now, they have like self tying shoes, they have fucking, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. like top of the line mm-hmm. technology, whatnot. Back then, their main shoe was the Nike Cortez, right? Mm. The most and, basic of all basic shoes, one of the cheapest ones even on the market now. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think their main sport was track and field. Yep, and that's yeah. the reason. The, the Cortez, the Cortez is a running shoe. You right. know what I'm saying? Like it, it ties in like with the track and field. So then, when they signed Jordan, that oh, the heat, it literally changed the game because everyone wanted to wear tennis shoes now. Oh, that changed yeah. everything. everything. Wanted to, that but, changed everything, yeah. bro. The details of that deal, though. So again, Adidas was offering him five hundred thousand. I'm not sure if it was five hundred thousand for the whole deal or five hundred thousand a year. Nike. David Falk was able to say, you know what? We'll take two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. For a four-year deal, but we want percentage of the revenue that comes with the Air Jordan. So we just mm-hmm. don't want the money. We want percentages made off it. And then for uh-huh. him to say, at the end of that four-year deal, Nike was looking at best-case scenario, we'll make three million off of this man's signature shoe. And for him mm-hmm. to come out and say, no, nah, after year one, we sold 126 million. Yeah, they thought they said they thought it was gonna be fifty billion, and then it turned into one hundred twenty-six million. Yeah, no, like, it was. That's absurd. That man literally carried was, that company to what it is now. And yeah, people said Adidas, you know, dropped the bag, and I'm going like, no, because Kanye West showed up, and Kanye West basically saved Adidas, so it worked out either way. Yeah, I mean, Adidas, <laughs> it, Adidas is a brand, but yeah. Adidas isn't the brand that it could have been in a different universe where oh, yeah. Jordan signs with them. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna like, say that's like a, even that's though, a different ball game. 
even though hey, Adidas man. is, you know, Kanye, did, he, he Kanye, I'm not going to take anything away from Kanye. Kanye did what Kanye did for Adidas. Like, he did bring them up. Yeah. If you're talking to real a real sneakerhead, you know what I mean? They still don't look at Adidas the way they look at Nike. Of course, because right. you know Jordan saying? built that Jordan built that brand. Yeah. So I'm talking like when it came to Adidas, I'm talking like money wise and shit like that. Oh, you he know? brought them back to life. That's for sure. That yeah, Kanye, yeah. Kanye I mean, brought yeah. the. It's kind of it's funny. Kanye brought back Adidas and Jordan resurrected Nike. Oh, no, Black he, men did he that. Started Nike. <laughs> like, yeah. Black <laughs> you know men I mean? did that shit. That's yeah. a round of applause. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then what I love too shit. was them including Spike Lee in everything. Oh yeah, because was, the commercial. Right. Yeah. Well, it was, and then to explain how the commercials took him from just this okay this basketball player has a shoe which i thought was also important that they detailed too was that they were marketing a team sport player as if he was a solo player in terms yep. like if he was a golfer or a, a tennis player and right. at the time mm-hmm. it was unheard of like those converse commercials they were marketing all the players in one commercial it wasn't like right. magic had one and bird had one like no they were all in the same commercial doing horrible raps and shit like that's what it was <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean nah, Larry Bird this, rapping, it was not working, bro. Yeah, no, no, no. He, there, he. Thank God he did what he did, so M could learn from that and, and be better because it, it, it would have been bad. Um, Shit. Yeah. No, so yeah, to take him and use him, kind of like, okay, here's this team game, but here's this one guy, and he works like he's a solo act. So let's maneuver. Like it was unheard of for them at the time, but it, mm-hmm. it's now the foundation for what we know in sports marketing today. Where you yep. take you, it's if your team doesn't have a player that can be marketed by himself, then what's the point of you having the team this year? Like you don't have anything. That's basically how we yeah, look at. So I thought yeah. that was important that to bring to bring in Spike Lee to show that okay, so now we're doing that, but now Spike opens up a whole different. Now it becomes a cultural phenomenon within the inner city. Yeah. Because now these yeah. are now these are shoes that are coveted because it's like, even though Jordan didn't come from the hood it was it was kind of it was just a, it was seen as a what's the word i'm looking for i mean i don't Excellent. know how you're trying to say it but like to me when i saw like spike lee promoting him the way he did in his movies especially whatnot, in his movies it, be, it became part of black culture bro you know that's yeah, what yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just keep it funky like it, it became part of black culture at that exactly point. Yeah, that's what i'm trying to the shoe the shoe yeah. itself became a status symbol that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah exactly. it was a status symbol, yeah. yeah. Like, even Justin Timberlake popped up saying, even though Twitter lit his ass up for that, saying he had to mow the lawns to get it. And he was like, this nigga's on the Mickey Mouse Club talking about that. And I was like, well, you know. <laughs> I was I was all going like, well, shit, the contracts, and that shit did get canceled at the height. So, mm-hmm. you know, he was probably struggling. You never yes. know. <laughs> he, he was probably struggling. You never know. He had to mow the yeah. lawns for them fucking Jordans, man. It's crazy. So, like, how many other athletes got... Um, have like shoes named after them. There was Kobe. There was LeBron. I mean, I mean, there's, there's, I mean today a few it's, now. Yeah, like, today it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a standard. When you sign a yeah, deal, you get a signature well, shoe. Eventually, and I think you, gotta, you have to be at a certain caliber too, though. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think Kanye's so. the only person. I think Kanye's the only person who actually has a shoe literally named after him. I can't name no other artist who did. I remember Jay Z did the Star Carter collection and G and you know Fifty. But other than that, I think Kanye's the only one who has like who's the one that literally had it last that long. Possibly, <laughs> I have to go back. And I mean, check. Yeah. Kendrick has a few actually. 
but that's like a corp that's like its own you know like a um collaboration yeah, i'm talking yeah. about like a like an m had his own shoe. yeah m actually had like a limited collection shoe yeah. drake has the whole ovo shit right but kanye had the yeezys like that's the reason why he had shoe yeah I, I, that's the right. reason why I he mean. had beef with that's the reason why he had, he had beef with nike because he couldn't get a percentage of it and he knew he was getting fucked yeah. so that's why you know he went to adidas and now he's a billionaire so <laughs> Hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Jordan, nineteen ninety two. What did you think? What happened in nineteen ninety two? He he just became. It was him. God. That, it was him, and, and then everybody else. <laughs> what did you think seeing him in nineteen ninety two? I mean, I kind of. I remember. I kind of low key lived it. I remember it when I was a kid that he was literally everywhere, like <laughs> literally every. Like he was in the Michael. Ja- I remember because he was in the Michael Jackson video for Jam. Because it, it was like he was literally at that. It was it was crazy when I thought about it because that's when Mike was making his return. Well, I mean, Mike was making his return when Jackson was making his return, you know, and Jordan was literally they were both literally at the peaks of their career. Yeah. And I was just remember seeing it like, damn, this is wild. They literally on that time period. Jordan was running sports and Jackson was running the music industry and they both collided. And I'm just like, wow. But Jordan around that time period, like everyone bowed down. You had to kiss the ring. I mean, Bend the knee, bro. <laughs> Gatorade put it the best. I want to be like Mike. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. He was a be- like that part, and they and they showed the shit with the Dream Team. Even though I remember that documentary, so it was kind of like it was like Spark Notes, but it was nice how they actually showed more of the practice. You know, the the competitive practice they had and shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was pretty dope to see, and I'm like, damn, they should have had cameras in that shit. I mean, they did, but can you? <laughs> Like that part where Magic Johnson threw the ball because yeah. he was pissed off. He was oh, pissed yeah. off. Yeah. But he still gets calls even during practice. Oh, you I like how the fact, Chicago here. Yeah. I like the fact that all MJ told him was, it's the 90s. That's all his response was to him. Like, it's yeah. the 90s, the new era, yeah, bro. It's, it's the 90s. This is my era. Leave me alone. No, yeah. there, were, there were two things I took away before we even get to the portions of the Dream Team I want to talk about. There were two things I took mm. away from 1992. One... Mm was when B.J. Armstrong said, in 92, I felt MJ didn't even play basketball again. He just figured out how to win the game. Pretty mm, much, I yeah, felt like that was like, shit, that's a statement. Mm. Yeah, like, he just, it, like, he, it just clicked for him. Like, he adapted. Like, yeah. oh, so this is how you do it. Okay. And the second thing I found that, to me, this is hilarious. This is in the finals. So Magic is covering the NBA Finals for NBC. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, man, at, no. he's at MJ's house the night before. And MJ's just so pissed that the media has the audacity to compare him and Clyde Drexler. And MJ just basically tells him, I'm going to bust his ass tomorrow. No, no, no. And, no, no. and, then, and then Magic Johnson said, well, I'm, what did Magic Johnson say? I'm going to be for um, Dexter or whatever. He said something. that like he was going to hell prop him up or some shit like that. Oh, uh, no, I, I was just going off of what he just, what he told. Magic was like, okay. All right. Yeah. And yeah. then he gets there, and then that's when he goes crazy from behind the three-point line. And he, he just beat. Yeah. He was Steph Curry before Steph. He was. Yeah. No, he was Clay Thompson it, it was, before Clay Thompson. Game. Yeah. It led to the yeah. shrug. That's what led. Yeah. Remember, that's what led to the shrug. Was he the, was pissed off? I never that they were comparing yeah, Clyde Drexler to him. Like that, fam. What? It was a statement. That was a statement. <laughs> that was a don't you ever. Every three. It was like a fuck you three. It was a fuck you threes before the no, fuck you yeah, threes. Yeah, that definitely was a fuck you three, for sure. Yeah, Every single of one of them. And then he will just look at Magic and shrug his shoulders. Like, yeah. I didn't even take it. I didn't even take it as a fuck you three. It was, each three was a punch where it was like, I done told, told yo ass. Ass. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Steph has the fu- Steph's fuck you threes are like more fuck you. Yeah. Jordan, yeah, you you're right. Jordan's more like a punch in the gut. Like <laughs> I don't told like, your ass. I don't told you. Don't you ever in your life compare this mother every three is him just saying it over and over. Yeah. <laughs> like like, when I kept seeing all the threes go in, I was like, I've never seen that. I've never seen those clips before. Oh, so I'm okay. like, oh, oh my gotcha. God. Yeah. It was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, at the time, he wasn't a three-point shooter. That's what made it, nope. that's what made it like, a, oh, my God. It wasn't like he was Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, to see it in real time, it's like, I don't even know who the hell you compared this today to shooting those. Like, oh, my God, he's making them. I mean, <laughs> shit. The, LeBron maybe? No, nah, LeBron, 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 LeBron yeah, like he 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 yeah, developed he that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've seen him develop that over the but years. Consistently, but consistently, but do it bro. consistently. No, LeBron, like how LeBron, Jordan, no, 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 LeBron, no, no, no. LeBron will hit a hit a good three or four in a row now. Like so, I don't even. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't okay. even include Seriously. him. But what okay. I'm saying is, like LeBron, you saw his evolution. Like he didn't, he couldn't shoot him in the beginning, and then he started no. getting a little better, a little better, a little better. Yeah. With Jordan, it was just like it wasn't bow, part of there his yeah, you know what it I mean. Just, like it's, it's, it's just, just here, it's, here you go. Three. Yeah, it just three. happened. It's like like three. He, he just figured it out. Yeah, yeah. It was like you, you all seen Heroes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember Skyler or Siler? How he, you know, how he goes into the brain and just figures out your power. Right. That oh, yeah, was Jordan. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was Jordan. He just yeah. figured it out. Like, oh, that's how you do it. All yep. right. Whoop, whoop, whoop. In your mouth. In your mouth. Yep. And that's why when I remember playing him in two, what was the two K when he came in two K fifteen? No. Fourteen? No, it was over than that. He came in oh, at two, uh, 2K11. Weird. 2K11, there you go. Yeah. I remember playing him, and it was just so easy playing as him. No matter what you put, no matter where you put the meter in the game, he was very easy to play with. <laughs> like, yeah. you dominated. Like, it was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, like I said, those, those, those yeah. two pinpoints, like, that's why when I came and told, when you guys asked me, I was like, it, this, is, this episode just explains him perfectly, like, just who he is as both an athlete and then as a person now yeah. the dream team shit again i don't want to get too much into it because there's a whole ass documentary you all watched years ago. literally which was which was great that was a great documentary yeah however <laughs> poor tony kukoc man all they tony his ass. wanted My to do God. was stay in europe because of the war going on between yugoslavia and croatia and he wanted to remain mm-hmm. with his family and on top of that He's making millions more than he would have made coming into the U.S. That's yep. that's his only crime was he didn't come to the Bulls when they drafted him in 1990. His only crime mm-hmm. was that. And for Jordan to, and I actually Pippen. had to laugh. I had to laugh when he explained this. He goes, "I love Tony now as a player and as a, as a teammate, but the way he was introduced to me, I didn't appreciate that." Like, <laughs> <nigga>, what? <laughs> Some sociopathic <laughs> shit. Like I respect him. But fuck him. I have to make it like I have to spank his ass. And that game, when they showed that game, when him and Pippen were literally bullying him on the court, just blocking every shot on his ass like a shoe palace employee. <laughs> just like, yeah, was, I was just like, just, they were abusing nuts. him. And then when you see the final score, I was like, shit. So then, you know, he got well, some before, balls. Before that, the reason, the reason why he does, like, the reasoning behind it, it's all tied back to Jerry Krause. Yep. Like, that's the most yep. important factor about this. It's Jerry Krause's quote-unquote fault because he's here to like, oh, yeah, he's going to be the player of the future. Um, then they work out a deal for him ahead of Pippen's deal, and they're both looking at them yep. like, motherfucker, we out here winning the rings right now. What are you doing? So, oh, and that's then, another and thing Krause kept saying. Like, nah, this nigga's the ops. 
Like that's just what it is. Yeah. It's ops. We're, we're attacking. <laughs> and him. another thing, and yep. another thing, Kraus kept saying when they were showing the championships wins, he was like, "Yeah, this is just a." He kept emphasizing organization. He didn't say the team. This is a great organization. You know, this is yeah. one of the most powerful oh, yeah. organizations. The team does win. That's great. But the organization as a whole, that's great. He kept emphasizing he said, organization. Yeah, I'm really proud of this organization as a whole. Like he kept throwing that narrative and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I never heard no other. Um, what's it called? No GM, other owner GM. has said that. Yeah. Who? He's GM, GM. General manager. Yeah, yeah, he was an owner. Oh, GM. I've never heard no other GM ever say that. Like, yeah, I never. never heard that. Maybe an owner, you know, when they win the um, cha- when yeah. they win the championships. I can see that. But, you know what I mean? Like, an owner being proud of what he owns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I've never well, heard a GM that. say that. I've never, never heard a GM say never, that. Never heard anything about Dr. Buss or anybody who worked on Dr. Buss saying that. I can't relate. Oh, hell no. Nah. Dr. Buss would always come out and no. say, yeah. great win that's, for the organization, and major shout out to our players who got it done. Yep. Always. Yeah. Um, yeah, now that, another, that I, I felt bad for Tony Kukoc that watching was, that. I was like, you didn't even do anything wrong, fam. Like, yeah. these niggas are just funny. assholes. Yeah. yeah. And then, and and the then the next game. European players oh. can stay for two years. Like, that's yeah. part of the whole deal. Yeah. Right. And the funny part is, like, the next game. You know, oh boy, he was like, you know, I'm gonna have some balls. So they showed it like he was actually he was he was, he was Tony playing Kukos better. Is, Tony Kukoc, how how you saw Lamar Odom play when they were bringing him mm-hmm. off the bench for the Lakers? The template yeah. is from Tony Kukoc. Oh yeah, huh. that's the template. That was Tony Kukoc's role when Phil was in was in Chicago when Tony Kukoc got there for the second three P. That was his uh, role. Okay. No, mm-hmm. but I'm laughing because they showed him balling out. Then they showed the final score, like 120 to 89. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it didn't like, matter. Like, yeah, you put up 16 and some good numbers. Like, yeah, but you still lost by 30. It's one, it's one player against fucking the Dream Team. Right. You know what no, I'm saying? Like, against the fucking Avengers and the Monstars. Basically, yeah. That's <laughs> all in one. They were the Avengers, yeah. All in one. The Avengers and Monstars all now now the more I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about Space Jam and how then how he depicted the Monstars. I've been feeling the Monstars was supposed to be the uh, Pistons. Ah uh, <laughs> possible. That makes a lot <laughs> of sense. Swackhammer was Jerry Krause. And yeah, that 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 that, make, that that makes logical sense to me in my narrative. Possible. Or it could have <laughs> or it could have been the Knicks. It could have been either May- or Either or, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, but and, and the way he was getting beat up in the beginning, though, I kind of yeah. am leaning towards the Pistons myself. I mean, you can, but yeah. think of their three big men: Patrick Ewing, Anthony Mason, and Charles Oakley. Yeah, uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And Ewing yeah, was I, one I of the players. You. Yeah, true. So, I like I said, it, it, it could, it, and honestly, it could have been a combination of both. Like, it, yeah, yeah that too. Yeah, the Pistons, the Pistons, and the Knicks. But speaking of the, <laughs> yeah, but speaking of the Pistons, uh, the Isaiah Thomas shit. Oh man! So why do they have like? Okay, I never really knew. I knew they had beef, but I'm what is the like beef this, between bro. Isaiah was a dick? Yeah, that's all it is. Oh. Okay. And it wasn't that's just all it is. no, it wasn't he just didn't, a Michael. Yeah, he didn't get along with anyone. Yeah, yeah. like him and oh, Magic had everybody. Bad, him and yeah. Magic had a bad falling out, and that was because of Magic's announcement of that he was HIV positive. Because yeah. Isaiah Thomas insinuated that. Well, we know that as a homosexual-only disease, so I'm not saying it, but I'm just saying. He sounds like he he looked like he'll say some shit like that. Yeah, like him and Magic. Yeah. Magic, Magic voice. Him and Magic used to be cool before that happened. Like, so oh, Magic definitely. took that shit to heart, and Magic mm. was like fed up with. Then he had battles with Larry Bird. Um, of course, the battles like 
you know, Scotty's MJ's right hand man, so Scotty was a part of the battles. And then like he just rubbed everybody else the wrong way. So it basically what it got down to was they were either gonna have to pick Isaiah or Magic. That's what it came down to. Because Larry was like, you know what, I'm already halfway out the league anyways. Whatever. Like if he wants to come, come. Ma- for them to approach Magic and be like, look, we know what the situation is. If you want to come back and play, that's cool. Magic was the one where it was kind of like, well, who else is going to be there? And Not there's Jordan? no way to be known right now. You're going to have to make a decision. MJ's role in it was basically just the confirmation. It wasn't that MJ came in and was like, no, I don't want to play with Isaiah. MJ's voice was kind of just the confirmation. It really boiled down to, do you want Isaiah or Magic? Yeah. And you couldn't you couldn't explain that to fans once they found if they were to find out. Wait, we had a chance to see Magic come back and play, but you chose Isaiah Thomas. Like there was there mm-hmm. was no way PR point it would have sufficed. So yeah, nah, it was they, funny how yeah, Jordan they, they just chose it was, that. It was funny how Jordan threw him under the bus. He was all like Isaiah Thomas. He's like he said the greatest point guard in all of basketball is Magic Johnson, and after that's Isaiah Thomas. No matter how much I hate him, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, at least he kept it real, bro. You know it's, what I mean? It's better than what Isaiah <laughs> no, no. says about him. I know. What Isaiah, is, what has Isaiah, him as the, Isaiah has him as the fourth best player in his eyes. Michael Jordan, wow, that's that's hate. That is hate, hate, hate. Hey, man, but let me just <laughs> tell you this, though, real quick. You know, I, I just said Isaiah was a dick, whatever, right? Mm. A lot of people don't even know his nickname or why mm-hmm. it, it is his nickname. What was his nickname? Ezekiel. <laughs> Zeke. Yep, aka Z. Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lucifer. <laughs> like, yeah. let me just, yeah, <laughs> you know, put that out in layman's terms and shit. <laughs> so he was pretty. <laughs> Damn, that's but wild. the after yeah. effect, but the after effect, because there's such a, there's such a bold dynamic with that because Isaiah is a Chicago resident, like he was born and raised yeah. in Chicago. So I think he's jealous. He was jealous of Jordan. Well, not only that, well, not only that, what I'm bringing up is that is the factor of the handshake. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily a big deal. Because he was right what the Celtics did. And I don't even think it's a big deal in my eyes. Like, it's all right, whatever. It's just the simple fact of Chicago residents have so much pride where it's like, okay, if you beat us and you want to walk out, cool. But don't walk out in front of them. Walk out to the other side. Where, like, if you walk yeah. past them and don't acknowledge them, fuck you because you're not acknowledging us because we're Chicago and you're Chicago. And, but you, and but they show that their, clip. But in their eyes, they took it as, oh, so you're Detroit now. Okay, bet. Yeah. That's how Chicago residents, that's why, even though, because Scoop Jackson, uh, of course, prime editor, writer for Slam Magazine and many other publications, he was on Bomani's podcast earlier this week. He's from Chicago. Mm. And and he even said, he's like, look, Isaiah, even when he retired, he came back, he gives back to Chicago like there's no other, he's always around. But even in doing that, that handshake has still rubbed people the wrong way to this day. Where it's like when he made that, when he decided to do that, again, it was, oh, so you're not Chicago anymore. You're Detroit. All right, bet. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it makes sense. Yeah. And even, even when you look at the footage, he comes off as a dick. Yeah. He walks right past Jordan. Especially when Jordan said flat out in the last episode, he was like, after every loss... We shook their hands, including when the cameras came in my face and everything. I shook their hands. It's sportsmanship. But then yep. after we beat y'all ass with seven seconds left on the clock, or the nine, or it doesn't matter, you guys just it's walk off the court. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You guys just walk off the court and don't even congratulate us or anything. Yeah. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. so. I, I, it's, it's understandable, Doug. Now you get why MJ feels the way he does about him. 
Now, Even M- man, MJ can hold a grudge. I can tell you that. He will oh, not yeah. forget. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, what ties this in going into episode six? This is the. This portion is why I feel that if MJ came up in the social media era, he wouldn't. It would have been a rings. wrap. It's nope. not because he, four. it's not because he wasn't great. It has nothing to do with that. It was what he was able to. I don't want to say get away with because he didn't do anything wrong in retrospect. But it was in the media's mm-hmm. eyes. It was a, he was able to get away with. In first of all, his political claim. Yeah. If there was ever a win for three six mafia to get, it was during that segment because there's no way mm-hmm. to spin what he did in that segment. It's just bad. Like yeah, the, it was the the North Carolina um, election for the North Carolina Senate between yeah. Harvey Gantt, who was, who was the black uh, who was the black man who ran against mm-hmm. the well known problematic and very racist Jesse Helms and. Even though Jordan comes up, and this is, this, I don't know if you caught this. So earlier in the, uh, I forgot what episode it was, when MJ's mom tells him, don't quit basketball when he doesn't make varsity. He doesn't quit, he listens to her. Yeah. Then when she tells him, go to Nike, he listens to her. Yeah. I don't know if you caught this. When she said, do something public for Harvey Gantt, it's the one time he doesn't listen to her, and it's the dent in his armor as a result. Yep. Yeah, and then he said he said, "Well, I did donate money after the fact during his second campaign, right?" But mm. yeah, but at that point when he said, "Hey, Republicans buy shoes too," yeah, if it, there's that little dent, it blew him and bit him in the ass, right? Even though like, it, even though it, it was explained that it came off just as a joke between him, Scotty, and Horace, like they were just talking shit, and yeah. it, was, it was supposed to rain locker room. But the problem mm-hmm. is, is that okay? Now it's come out public. Oh, and by the way, yeah, that may be true, but. The people in this election, it's not just... I mean, fucking Jesse Helms was... like I don't know if you guys were listening to some of the shit he was saying. He was very pro bringing back segregation. Like, yeah, he, I read up on his ass. He did not hide that. And on top of that, he was also very against Martin Luther King Day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, he was a very problematic human being. And I mean, look, you, who, look who's in office right into, now. Yeah. Even if you don't want to get into politics. Because, of course, like that's a whole... Again, you got to factor in the fact Jordan's only, what, 28 or some shit like that, like going into his 30s, so he probably doesn't know everything. But even if you strip that away, at the very core of it, fam, you can denounce somebody that gives you racial problems, like, in, in what they say. And he didn't do that. At all. That's, yeah, it's, I mean, there's, you can say whatever you want about Jordan on the court, because there's no disputing it, but... If you're bringing up overall basketball in terms of professionalism, yeah, that's where that's where the dent takes place. Like, because there's no yeah. way you could defend it. Like that's the chance yeah. of his armor, and shit. right? Yeah, especially considering yeah. the fact that, I, and I don't know if um, Martin, if you caught this, I really wish they would have brought Craig Hodges into the mix with this somehow, some way, because Craig Hodges was Kaepernick before Kaepernick, if you remember. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Remember when they, when they went to the White House? He he came in, I believe, a dashiki, mm. and he was, um, hmm. if not dashiki, he um, he's a, a devout Muslim. So he came in. Uh, if it, it wasn't dashiki, um, it was a uh, um, traditional Muslim garment, and yeah, so yeah. that was very offensive to people seeing that coming to the White House. Yeah, he never. I think he had one or two more seasons of the NBA, and he was out. To add At those times, to that, that was typical. Like you know what I mean. If you showed some type of like, 
anything out of the norm, right? You were pushed aside pretty much. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It, it society was very close minded. I mean, it's still yeah, close minded to exactly. this day. But back then, it was like like you were saying, Even anything so. outside. Yeah, it was. It wasn't acceptable. But to add right. insult to injury, which then leads us into episode six, Jordan wasn't there for the first White House visit. He was out gambling and playing <laughs> with none other. Then my man's uh, Slim. Let me pull up his last name because this shit is. This is a story in itself, and I wish they were to do a documentary on this by itself. It, it's Man, so well deserved. name was Slim, dog. <laughs> like, Just call him Slim. <laughs> Just call Slim Buller. Slim Buller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was out, uh, and this is funny because Scoop Jackson brought this up too. Slim Buller's still in Chicago too. Like, oh shit. Like, he, he's still there. And I guess this is one of the positive things about Michael. Michael didn't care, like, as long as you could see, like, there was a respect factor. And on top of that, if there was a, if you were going to lose to Michael because he was just competitively better, he got a lot They were talking you. about his, yeah, they talked about his competitive nature, man. Yeah. That, like, he was, it was literally embedded in him to be a competitor. No matter what he does in life, he wants to win. And if he loses, he takes it up the ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, like when he was, what was it? Is that you talk about the quarter game he was playing, or just the other game? Um, so there was they had two sets of uh, well they had two sets of card games on the plane. One was for the big bucks. Oh the yeah, thousands. Yeah, on, which was yeah, him, Scotty, yeah, that one. And then they had the other <laughs> yeah. card game, which was BJ, Will, Purdue, and all those guys playing for one dollar. And he would go up there and be like, "Hey, I want to play," and they're like. We're not doing big pots. And he's just looking at me like, I know. I just want to be able to look you in your face and say, I took your money. <laughs> That's some asshole shit when he said that. I'm like, dude, really? And then really? Before, and then before games, because, you know, scoring 42 on a team just isn't enough. Before games, he's playing with United Center security, and they're throwing quarters, putting down 20 bucks a quarter. Somebody said, what kind of Great Depression-ass gambling shit is this? <laughs> 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 and then when that one white that one white security who did the who shrugged on him when he beat him he did the yeah. shrug on him like yeah I was, oh, like, yeah. I was like damn and then Jordan I mean, I was like yeah that's right <laughs> I even like, said that's the reason why the footage didn't come out because of yeah. that <laughs> but I mean to, to find out later I mean we talk about seeing ghosts I found out later that that security guard just passed away a couple months ago yeah oh shit yeah so it's like uh-huh. literally like I was telling Larissa we were watching I'm like yo this is it's wild to watch all this because a significant amount of people in this are ghosts now. Like fucking Howard Stern. Not Howard Stern. David, David Stern. Stern. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. David Stern, Kobe, that security uh, guard. Chuck Daly, who was the Pistons coach. Yeah. Like, it's there's a lot. Like, it, it hits you all at once. Like, damn, I'm my age is showing, and I'm just getting into my 30s. Like, wow. Mm. But yeah, back to this bro. nigga, Slim. Slim. Got caught by the FBI because they raided his house or some shit like that for something completely different. And in the house, they find a fucking cashier's check for $57,000 made out by Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, his, yeah they, they, his gambling problem. Yeah, and Jordan cool. told them that first. To. Yeah, he first told them, oh, yeah, it was a loan. And then came out was like, oh, no, nah, yeah, we was playing golf, and, yeah, he was whooping my ass. I had to pay him. And it was like, again, it was nothing was wrong, but it was just a simple fact where it was, then the media took it and was like, "Well, is he point shaving?" And then it goes yeah. back. To, then it goes back to Sam Smith. Uh, Sam Smith's uh, book, The Jordan Rules. Oh shit! Mm. Where it opens up this picture of Jordan behind the scenes and practices, and he's not 
the the smiling like Mike. Yeah, no, nah, he, he was did. an asshole. In yeah. the words of Marty McFly, he was an asshole. <laughs> he was an asshole. <laughs> and then how he then how he blames Horace Grant because Horace Grant had a relationship with him, and Horace is like, I didn't say shit. And then I don't know and, if you know this, Busby, but years later, it's been documented. Phil Jackson was the one that came out. So like, oh yeah, yeah I, I saw Horace. that. Oh, I saw mm, that. I saw yeah. that. I was like, I, when I was sitting there, I was thinking. Phil Jackson said these stories. That's the, I said it out loud too. Phil still, Phil snitched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can tell the way he wrote about Kobe in his book. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like it, yeah, uh, Phil Jackson was the one telling these stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, hey man, those two of his greatest players he's ever coached. So right. shit. Now the the '93 Eastern Conference Finals, which ties into the Atlantic City scandal, if you want to call it a scandal. First and mm. foremost, it's just always funny. To see the New York Knicks on the wrong side of history. It's just so funny, man. Like, it, I just can't express that enough. Where it was, they have to relive that shit of going up 2 0 against the Bulls. That whole John Starks dunking <laughs> over the whole team, but we're going to single out Michael Jordan, even though he's behind Horace mm-hmm. Grant. Mm hmm. And they just thought they had it sewed up, and it was a done deal, and it was their year to surpass the Bulls. No. Hey, Draymond, you think that happened? (laughs) Yep. No. Which then led into Atlantic City, where he goes out after game one or before game two or whatever, and he goes with his dad, and they go gamble. And just the way the media was talking about him, where it was like, does he even have the heart to win? It was like, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) If social media just did? If social media was around Shit. during that time period, I can imagine Skip Bayless. I can imagine Kumlock. Oh I can imagine who else? Everyone on all the ESPN, ESPN analysts, the people on Twitter, they would have just said flat out, Jordan just doesn't care. Yeah. Like, I could just, they would have yeah, ate sure. him alive. And... Yeah. Yeah, so Jordan was just, and then that part, that picture of Jordan with the glasses on. <laughs> all, you have a gambling problem? It's a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With dark shades. It's a hobby. <laughs> and then after that, shout out to Ahmad Rashad, man, because Ahmad Rashad. That dude played for the NFL, man. That's wild. Ahmad Rashad <laughs> got a story, man. Like he, and to find out he's seventy and he's like he, kind of if you put he still looks the same. Yeah, it's just he. Yeah, he has not aged a day. Um, yeah, I mean, there's some wrinkles there, but everyone gets wrinkles. Yeah, but before, but he still but even before the that interview when he he shut down for the remainder of the conference finals and was like, "Oh, y'all saying I yeah, got no he heart? went mute." Okay, all right, let's see. You don't have no heart, and he snatched Took their souls. the heart Took and their soul souls of the Knicks <laughs> so much so Took. that when they replayed that beautiful play of Charles Smith. Trying to put the fucking ball into the hoop, and him and Pippen were just like, "No, it's not oh, going to happen." No, nope. four <laughs> attempts, and they can't get it in. And I don't know if you've ever seen the actual play in its entirety, Busby. Mm. To add insult to injury, after they do that, I forget who's at the other end of the hoop. They throw the ball to the other end of the hoop, and he lays it up as time expires. And that's how they go yeah, from ninety-five, ninety-four to ninety-seven, ninety-four. Mm-hmm. Just to add insult to injury, it's like you couldn't get in four times, and here we're just gonna do it once, and this is—it's the dagger. It's done. Yeah. And then just to yeah, see Jordan Nick's took tape, souls. to see Nick's tape on Twitter, just like this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they thought they were gonna just ease over that, huh? Y'all thought you, they was gonna ignore that little part. No. Nope. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that was that was good to see just their anguish. But then it also pointed out something too with me and John Starks. I always mm. knew John Starks was always in some shit. It always just mm. it's a good reminder to just why he was always into shit. I fully understand. I get it. I mean, one day you're bagging groceries at the store, and the next day you just you win the tryout and you get on the Knicks. No, I'm fighting mm-hmm. everybody too. I'm not going back to that life. Like I'm just, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no way in hell. And then you add the dynamic that he's the the light skinned one, in, in the midst of Patrick Ewan, Anthony Mason, and Charles Oakley. So people are always testing him to see how tough he. Is. No, I I fully understand John Starks and what he had to go through. Like I I, I get it. It makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. And then after that, they get to the next. They get to the finals when he goes against the Phoenix Suns and Charles Barkley. And Barkley was a dog back then, man. He yeah. was. Put some but Jordan had to humble him, bro. Like seriously. Yeah. But Jordan had to humble him and took his soul too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real quick, shit, the last game, they lost by one point. I was like, damn, that sucks. That shit was funny oh, well. in itself too, because again, it goes back to Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause had said that, oh, damn, Marley is a great defender. So I had to show him. Okay, you think nope. he's a great defender? Like, what is wrong with like, why you? Piss, great defender? Right, why do you piss him off? Like, you, you didn't. And Magic said that shit too when they were when during the practice games. They said like, "Oh shit, well up, uh, we might win." And he said something to Jordan, and it just pissed yeah, him said, off. If you don't, and if if you don't turn whole... Air Jordan on, if you don't turn Air Jordan on, we gonna win. Yeah. Game. And he said after and that, I pissed we him off. We were down by two. Next thing we knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, like, don't I don't piss know what possessed me to say that. The funny it's thing like, about that Phoenix you... Suns team, if I'm not mm. mistaken with that Suns team, as great as they were, they never won games one or two during that entire playoff run. If I'm not really? mistaken. Because I know for sure I know for sure they played the Lakers in the first round. Mm. And mm-hmm. the Lakers were of course the bottoms the bottom seed. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, the Lakers went back to LA up two zero. And they, wow. that was back then in the first round when the first round was just best of five. It wasn't best of seven. So they had the opportunity to close <laughs> them out and get them out the playoffs. But the Suns ended up winning the next three, and they closed out the series. But if and I'm not Charles mistaken, Barkley those said, next two series, they still did not win games one and two at home. Shit. And Charles Barkley said flat out, like, in game, well, in game one, he felt they weren't prepared. And then they thought yeah. they were going to get swept. So they go back to Chicago, and then they beat them. And I'm like, oh, see you in, see you in, see you in fucking Phoenix. And, you yeah, know, no, the inevitable happened. That was the one series where it was just random as hell. That series went six games, and only one time did the home team win in that series. That shit was See, I, I love those type of games when they go to the home court, and you think, and they're about to sweep, and you thinking it's going to be sweet. I love watching them games when they lose, and they got to go home. I'm like, ha! <laughs> I like. I don't know. For me personally, I like yeah. watching that shit just to see the fans discuss. Well, in this case, in this case it was Warriors. You know. Yeah. In this case, it wasn't a sweep. It was they were they yeah. went back to Chicago up two zero, and to avoid yeah. being in a situation to get swept, they won Game Three. The Bulls then won Game Four, and then what Chuck was talking about was was stopping them from winning the title. <laughs> and, no, no. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I, whole, I wholeheartedly agree with you. The, I enjoy winning. To root for a team and win in front of your home fans is cool. It's just something about yeah. just stealing the joy in another team. Yes! It's oh, yes. That's why I like when the Warriors lost in the championship, like at home, when they thought shit was true. That's why I liked when I saw when the um, Heat lost at home. And then, you know, I just like seeing that. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like 2001 <laughs> is special because not only did we win in Philly, but Kobe was from mm-hmm. Philly. 
So yeah. it was so it was like you know of course Allen Iverson is Allen Iverson you can't take anything away from him, but it's like yeah, you gonna ride with him over your homegrown? Okay, bet cool. Don't say say no. Less. I think the funniest funniest part of that whole in the documentaries when they show that little kid that yelled, "Don't take it personal, Charles." Oh, oh that's he it. Oh, he wanted to throw him. Yeah, he wanted to throw him out the stands. Like, <laughs> for sure. Like, you, you gotta remember, I bet this you was, he was talking shit all game long too. Yeah. Like, you gotta remember this was this was Chuck. I'm not a role model. Like he, yep. he like the the Chuck that we see today is very polished, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, Chuck, it is because he still Chuck says some wild shit. Gave no fucks. Oh man, no. That's why that's why in Space Jam it was funny when you see him praying in church saying, "I'll never call another technical. I'll never do this to a ref. Yeah. I won't even go out with Madonna again." That's what that's what made that part hella funny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, shit, I gotta watch Space Jam. <laughs> and then, um, to close it out, it was uh, when they go back to present day and how Phil would give them, um, I don't want to say random days off because it's all calculated, but the closer yeah. they were getting to the playoffs, he would be like, okay, we're giving you a day off. And all Jordan cared about was his fucking tea time. And he's just like, nah, everybody, let's go. I got a tea time oh, at 3.30. Yeah. Let's go. And, it, like, reporters are trying to get words from Scotty. And he's like, nope, not, get your not, ass out. Like, come on, go. come on, let's go, let's go. Honking the horn and shit like <laughs> yeah. that. And then when they when got they get, on the bus and honked the horn. And then when the funny part is <laughs> when they get to when they get to the destination and Phil's like, all right, we got the day off. He looks at Rodman. He's like, so you're gonna go swimming? He goes, hell no, I'm going to Hooters. I'm gonna go look at some tits and ass. <laughs> <laughs> on brand, vintage Dennis Rodman right there. Vintage Rodman. <laughs> no, and and then like and then like the part in the end when. I think when Jordan won the last championship before he took his break, like you saw that relief look on his face. Like it's, he was just relieved. And I know that look. That's the same look LeBron had when he won his first championship. And that's the same look KD had when he won the first championship. Mm-hmm. He, it wasn't like he wasn't celebrating. He was more, oh, he was just happy it was over. Yeah. And I was like, I know that look. Mm. That's the look KD had when he won his first one. That's the look LeBron had when he won his first one. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Jordan got that after his third. He had that relief look after his third ring. Speaking and then of he was KD, like, you know what? Since you huh? brought it up, no, but speaking of KD, since you brought it up, JC, I actually listened to the uh, All the Smoke podcast, bro. Oh, you did? That sh- yeah, man. So that was, oh a, that was a great God. fucking episode. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I gotta watch this shit now. You got yeah, <laughs> you gotta yeah. listen to it, watch it, whatever, bro. Get digest that shit. If there mm. was if there was yeah. ever a brand of tea, Draymond like. It's the blackest tea ever that he just <laughs> he spills. Because he well, just talks oh, about man, just shit. so much shit that went like, bro, it's... Yeah, man. Like, well, it, like, that well that's it's, wild. It's the, kind of, it's the kind of tea that had Draymond at the end of it say, and the thing is, I still fuck with KD. I don't know if he fucks with me, but I still fuck with KD. <laughs> <laughs> And and it was well, cool I'll too because, this, because Matt Barnes could attest to it. So, Matt Barnes was on that the last team that the last Warriors team that won it all. Matt Barnes was on yeah. that team too. He was just injured. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Well, episode seven of the Last Dance is going to focus on you know when Jordan decided to quit basketball, play baseball, and get kidnapped to Looney Tune Land, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know had to save had to take. Yeah, yeah, because you know he had to go and save the world and shit. You know he had to save the he had to save the Looney Tunes. That's gonna be episode seven. Yep. Bugs Bunny gonna show up. It's gonna be a great episode. Right. Just yep. Facts. That outcast that that Rosa Parks <laughs> placement was perfect. 
when they played, oh, it when was. They went to go play when they went to Dome. when they went to Atlanta. Bro, yep. All the music has been on point, man. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. seriously, all that shit's been perfectly fit right where it needed to be and everything. Easy. Hey, I mean, man, but just said, the, the idea then, of of playing in a fucking football stadium where it's sixty two thousand, and then I forget who was saying, but the dude on the floor was like. Honestly, if we could put another fifteen thousand seats in here, that would have sold out too. We could fit seventy-five thousand people That's how big Jordan in here. was. And then they and then they showed like in all the games, all the celebrities that went to his game. You saw Drew Barrymore. You saw Jerry Seinfeld. You saw Chris Rock. You saw Prince just chilling Prince there. You saw together. literally, mm. yeah. It was just like you saw everyone just came to see Jordan play. I was just like, that's wild. Yo, a day in the life. That's how of big Jordan, he was. A day in the life of Jordan looked like pure hell. I I want they, I just, only, I it just looked yeah, like hell I like I would yeah my ass would itch all day if I had to go through that shit like it just <laughs> looked so fucking horrible. His only calm point was when he was in his hotel room smoking a cigar, laying on the couch watching TV. Yeah, that was the only time shit yep. was calm. But when he yeah. left, he had to deal with reporters, he had to deal with fans, he had to play the game, he had to deal with Make a Wish kids, he had to do a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, hey, I don't want to be like Mike. Don't say mm-hmm. it like that, man. He didn't have to deal well, with Big Rich kids. Like he had to, <laughs> like that's fucked oh, up. Oh my bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's probably the problem. Big Rich kids a bad thing. <laughs> oh no, I mean, he had to do all kind of shit. Fuck them kids. Side note: yeah. Shout out to John Cena. Damn, you might as well just say John Cena. Deal with the cripples. <laughs> For real, deal with the cripples. No, no, side note, though, when it comes to the Make-A-Wish kids, like, John Cena made a wish, like, granted a kid's wish. He had can- he had cancer, and he still went up to, like, hug him and do all that shit. He had he had a face mask on and everything, but he still made it an option to, like, grant that kid's wish. Right. So, yeah, shout out to oh, John Cena. Up. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Anyway, Last Dance, this is still, out. episode seven is going to be really interesting because we're going to see when Jordan left and when Pippen took over and how close they were to winning that championship without Jordan. Did you imagine they would have oh, won yeah. that championship without him? Yeah, that like, would have been very interesting. I'm not going. His whole narrative would have been interesting. Yeah, I'm not going to spill the beans on it. Um, yeah, don't you? But it it doesn't just follow MJ. It stays with that Bulls team that year too. It doesn't just Good. automatically just nice. leave and go to all MJ. No, nah, they split if you the do, time. Because, well, okay. I mean, seriously, because they have a documentary on. They have a 30 for 30 on that. Right, so if you want yeah. to just focus on MJ, yeah. just watch that 30 for 30. Yeah. That's right. Like, you are so right. Like, this is literally like, it, it should just pop up when you watch it. If you want more stories, watch this 30 for 30 right here. Oh, like, yeah, it should just definitely. pop up on the screen. It should yeah, literally they, just they pop should, up. Yeah, you do it just... on the ESPN app. Like, when it yeah. Point, yeah, I, could... like I said, I don't know about the app. It... Like, it should be like a clickable type or a tappable type thing, whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. On ESPN, like I'm telling you guys, on the on TV, like it actually the after that show? shit pops up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. No, <laughs> no, I'm saying not like the ad doesn't show up, but like the uh, they'll show a commercial of right. like oh for more info on blah blah blah. This watch episode, this yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, great show. Round of applause, man. Round of applause. Oh, yeah, this, no, this is yeah for sure, man. This shit yeah. is great. Shout out, shout out to everybody Crazy. that's a part of this. It's, it's, uh, yep. It's well needed in this time, but it's also just well needed in general because of the history. You know what else is great, Martine? You know what else is great, Martine? Drake. Drake Drake is great. Ain't that right, Martine? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were. <laughs> it was an alley oop. That's what that was. As soon as you said it, I was like, ah, oh, I knew what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, but wait, yeah, we Drake, thought. It was- great. I mean, that kind of rhymes, but I would never put that shit together. <laughs> That's your boy. That's your boy. Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 Anyway, yeah, if anybody if anybody should be like annoyed, it should be me, but whatever the case. So yeah, surprise oh, drops. Su- surprise, they're the horns. Aubrey again. De- well, okay, yeah. Aubrey decided to, you know, every know even though we're all quarantined, he decided to drop new music. Not just a music, and I guess an album, mixtape, collection, whatever you want to call it nowadays. Compilation. Whatever. Compilation album. There you go. Collection of music. That's what album. Whatever. It's called Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Now, the reason how I know this is because I was working and I was just, you know, minding my business, you know, doing my job, helping people, giving, you know, doing what I got to do, essential Mm, shit. Essential shit. And then my phone's, you know, essential shit. And then my phone started going off. And I was like, like, I, and I was looking, I was seeing it was from Twitter, but I didn't read the mentions, because my mentions were just going off. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Then I saw a fucking tweet that said, your demise will be televised. And I was like, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me drop fab, man. Somebody did this. <laughs> it's like, what? Wait, I somebody actually did that? Your demise Someone said, will be televised. What the fuck? <laughs> Seriously, it was from Bansky dude, too. It was from Bansky too. And oh, I was like, I gotta what? put another. That's powerful niggardry, man. Hold up. That is powerful niggardry at work. Your I demise mean, will be televised. I don't know what the hell was going on. Like, why is my phone going on? What happened on Twitter? And I didn't tweet. Like, I was like, did, did my DMs link or some shit? Like, what the hell's going on? And I was like, I haven't been in women's DMs lately. I haven't sent no pictures or nothing. Like, what, what the hell am I doing? What's going on? So I go on my break. I figure it's something. And then I look, and then I see that there was a, it's like, oh, there's a rumor going on that Drake's going to drop a project tonight. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. And the <laughs> Arby's Angels were literally camped outside my mentions. Remind, <laughs> now, mind you, I have not tweeted in two hours. I haven't said one word. <laughs> okay? Wow. I was like, yes. <laughs> I haven't said one word, and these motherfuckers are in my mentions. Oh, I can't wait for Busby to say something. Oh, I can't. Oh, Busby about to lose his mind. Oh, oh just losing their day. I was like, you niggas weirdos, man. So then that's what JC hits me up, hits up on the group chat saying, yeah, there's a source out there, blah, 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 blah. And then and literally, literally like, two like, minutes, two minutes past, I'm like, oh, well, ain't a source no more. It's on the OVO <laughs> official Twitter account. Right. And so then I retweeted it and I just put, oh, it's a, you know, you see the fucking cover. It looks like Michael Jackson's Dangerous album, just with Drake's eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it literally I didn't looks think like that. About just, that. Shit. Right. And just minus all the extra shit that was on the cover, yeah. it's just Drake's yeah. eyes looking like Michael Jackson's yeah. Dangerous album. And I was like, like the Dangerous album without, without the effects and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was looking at it, I was like, this should have been the cover for Scorpion. Like that really should have been the cover because that Doug Funny shit that shouldn't have been the cover. That made that cover of Scorpion made no sense. Whatever. Nah, actually, I, I, uh, side note, I was I went around, I uh, I got inspired, and I was like, let me see if I can make a good Scorpion cover that I didn't attempt before. Yep, I did it. I made a great fucking Scorpion cover. That yeah, it's fucking amazing. It makes all the sense in the world too. I saw the yeah, cover. Nah, I saw it. it. I think I cool. saw it too. Yeah, I saw it cool. too. It made all the sense. It sucked ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too, but yeah, but the Scorpion, but not the Scorpion, the, but the Dark Lane demo tape cover that actually could have been the Scorpion cover, mm-hmm. but whatever. 
So I saw yeah. it and I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, so this is his untitled, unmastered. Got it. And then Drake fans, when I tweeted that, Drake fans lost their mind. Like they just nutted in their pants that I tweeted. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, if you notice too, it's uh, I don't know if you guys caught it, but that mm. color hue on the cover, it's the same or similar color hue as um, the color on the Untitled Unmastered cover. It's like that <laughs> kind of like swampish uh, camo green. Yeah. 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 yeah, on, so the back I, co- yeah so on the back saw, cover, yeah. Yeah, so when I saw it, so too, I was I like, s- oh, okay. This, all right. Well, I'm not judging it like an <laughs> album then, but all right, let's go. Let's see. Me neither. So he's like, so, and I look, and I read his, um, the his IG, and Drake just said is because of the leaks that were going on, and people, and, you know, he played the records on his IG live and shit like that, and the fans were demanding it, so he was just like, you know, here are some of the tracks that y'all y'all been asking for, and along with fucking some new shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But my album, but my real album is dropping in the summer, so I was like, hmm, okay. So he said, because so, the leaks that were going on that he put out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our narrative. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. That's because there's no because when those songs were coming out, like besides the ones that he released, like War and When to Say One and When and the Chicago Freestyle. Like all them other records that dropped, like Desires, he leaked that himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all and and what's it called? All the other records that were coming out, like I was I was feeling like nah, he's leaking these records himself because OVO is like a fucking. This was even before the pandemic. I was like nah, man. OVO is like a closed. What's it called? What's the word for it? They have everything all tight lipped and closed shit over campus. there. Closed yeah. campus, yeah. So shit doesn't really leak out unless they want it to leak out, right? And yeah, shit has been leaking out for the past few months. So yeah, he's leaking this shit, and he's probably looking on Twitter, looking on forums to see what people say about it. Temperature check. That's my narrative. Yeah, temperature yeah, check. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty much what it was. So I was like, all right, whatever. So let's see how this shit goes. And Drake fans were literally just jerking off themselves, <laughs> just couldn't wait to fucking hear it. I mean, seriously, I'm like, all right. So the shit dropped, and the first three songs are the songs we heard. Well, no, it's not, not, but Deep Pockets. He was, it was called Roland, but Deep Pockets, which sounds a lot clearer. Still a great track. I don't even Same think I heard when, Roland to be when it was just when it was or Deep Pockets when it was Rolling. So that was uh, that was you did song. you did I sent it to you. Oh, that I, was, you did. That's Roland and re Roland. Oh, yeah, that's the one you're like, oh, he's bugging. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that was supposed to be on Scorpion. Though that track was supposed to be on Scorpion. You're right. You're absolutely right. And I was right. like, yeah. So I heard those three songs. I got like, the first three songs. I'm like, I've heard this already. And then what was it? You have the track list up? Yeah, I do. Uh, track four, not uh, not you two featuring Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah, quote unquote Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he turned Chris Brown's vocals into some ad libs all the way down. <laughs> Chris Brown's vocals all the way down. Like Chris Brown allowed Drake to come on no guidance, and he let him do his shit on there. Did he want Chris Brown to do that on his song? Nah. No. He looked at Forty and said, "Yo, turn. You see that? See that? Turn, 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 turn Breezy's vocals down. Is this cool? Is this good? Lower. Yeah. <laughs> Lower. But we can't hear him. Perfect. He's <laughs> executing great. Yeah. Execute no Ex- indigo." No indigo. No indigo. Yeah, you ain't gonna no guidance me. No guidance. Like I was literally when I was listening to that record, I was waiting for Chris Brown to show up and just do his Chris Brown shit. But it it just it just ended, and I was like, 
Alright, it was a good track, but whatever. Then what was next? Losses? Nah, next nah, was Tussie uh, Slide. Slide. Which, nah, again, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. You might as well. Like, yeah. for me, I'm not mad at this project. We killed him for yeah. share packets because it's like, fam, you waited all these years and now you're capitalizing, but I mean, it is what it is. I feel like he learned his lessons from care package and was like, all right, shit's leaking out. Whether he's leaking it and the camp's leaking it, that's a whole different story, but shit's leaking out. Let's capitalize on yeah. it now. And while yeah. we capitalize on it, let's announce that these this is going to precede the album in a few months. So let's just do it. Right. And from that angle, I was cool with it. Because I'm like, all right, now you're just capitalizing. Yeah, I just looked at it. I just looked at it for what it was. So, like, when I heard, like, Desires and then, what's it called, Losses, which is, like, vintage Drake. You know, I don't know who he's talking to. Mm. Maybe a female. Maybe Kanye. I don't know. He was talking to somebody. Somebody told me. Just keep the spicy talk that way. Like, I don't (laughs) want you talking street talk, but that spicy talk. I like right. that. And then it was, and then the D four, the D four L freestyle would feature in Young Thug. That was a great record. That was a great I record. I don't know I, why that record was on this project. I'll he should have kept that. There was, there was two records. He should have kept losses for his album and D four L for his album. I don't understand he why D four L was on this project, bro. Because he I heard D four L and I was like, yo, this is like, even if you don't, because it's not, it's nowhere close to lyrical so it's not that song it's it's what you expect from him featuring young thug Mm. yeah but even when it's what you expect it's still something that it's like oh my i remember hearing that shit and i turned my shit all the way up i was like nah i gotta knock this motherfucker this shit hit yeah it was that was a great record losses and d4l he should have kept and then what was the other one from florida from florida with love he should have kept the first half of pain 1993 too hmm he should have just deleted Playboy Cardi's verse. Because the thing was, everyone was... Because that, that song leaked. So, well, kind of, halfway leaked. So people were kind of... They really wanted to hear that record. And I have a feeling... Because when you hear the record, Drake's verses were cool. Playboy Cardi... Ugh. That was trash. I have a feeling... This is my theory. I feel Drake wanted Playboy Cardi to redo his verse. That's why he didn't release it. He's like, yo, man, I think you need to redo this verse. And Playboy Cardi never got around to doing it, and the fans were demanding it, so he was like, okay. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. And yeah, then people like, actually I... sent one back, and it was worse than this one. <laughs> Maybe. Shit. Yeah, it's possible, too. Because <laughs> that shit was trash. Like, oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, play- Drake's, ver- Drake's part was cool. That shit was trash. And yeah. then what was the other one? Hmm. Demons with Fivo. Yeah, those last two records, I don't, you know, that that's that. I didn't care. Like, I did not, not the like boy. War that's not with the boy. That's you know, that that's man's. That's tough talk. That's, man's. that's oh shit. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. tough those, talk. Those are, those are man's records. I don't. I don't yeah, listen to man's. Should, <laughs> War should have opened the damn album. I did not like. I, I that's when I cut it off. Like I was like, I don't hear this. But other than that, this out this whatever. It is what it is. It just is what it is. I you know it. Yeah. I got nothing yeah, really like, want to I, say again, about it. It's I, just like, again, from, I hope the album's better. From, yeah, from my standpoint, like I, I took it for what it was, so there was no reason for me to be upset with the records that I didn't like. So I was like, okay, it, this is here. I like a good <laughs> portion of this album. So, <laughs> you know, like I... Whatever the fuck I it is. I just don't understand all the, all the think pieces that came from it. It's like, fam, we, we're not that far removed from this being the traditional rollout when I was in high school. Like, you would drop no, a project think, one no, to two months the before the actual album came out. 
Seriously. I think the articles that came out, they were more just focused. They were looking at Drake like he hasn't. There was one one article that was pretty damn good. It was funny because this article dropped literally five years. It's literally five years to the day that I dropped my article, my issues with Aubrey. Uh, <laughs> it was literally, it's literally been five years. This article was kind of similar, but he was kind of saying it from a different perspective. Like David Dennis, even though me and him don't really get along because of the whole Michael shit. But his article was kind of spot on saying, yo, Drake hasn't grown up. Like, at all. Like, listen to these projects. It's like, I know it's just the precursor to the album, but he hasn't grown up. This is the same shit. And that's what, and that's pretty much what everyone that I've seen, they've been saying. It's the same shit. And in my mind, I'm going like, oh, so it took y'all this long to figure that shit out? I told y'all this shit since Views. This is who he is. And y'all oh, want him to... Well before that. I know you have. But, <laughs> but I know, I, I felt Views was supposed to be the album where he was going to show who he truly is as an artist, that he's going to grow. Right. But he, but he didn't. This is who he is, and that's cool. So if you just took look at him for what it is, he is what he is. Like he yeah. didn't like, and, and no matter what type of playlist you make, no matter how many you try to shuffle it, play it, it's the same old Drake. So, yeah. I, I, it's pretty much, and he's not going, and he's not going to mature. Like this next album, I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be the same shit. I hope I'm wrong, but it's going to be the same shit. So it's yeah, like not, a pattern. I'm not, yeah. holding my, I'm not holding my breath for like. Again, that's what we've been saying basically all year. I'm not holding my breath on it, but again, mm-hmm. the, the records I was really high on with this project. Like, all right, I'm I'm a little bit more curious now about the album than I was before this project. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. the leaks yeah, were the leaks, and I, I was like, you. all right, yeah, those are there. But the fact that he, I was kind of disappointed he them, put it on. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed yeah. he put it on this because I wanted to keep I wanted him to keep those records for his album like because it sounded I'm like okay so you're rapping like this and he also said in his IG live shit even with Lil Wayne in his little interview he said I'm on a really retrospective hype right now like I'm really reflecting a lot on stuff so I'm like okay well yeah you know one thing I, I mean, noticed so, about Drake and his oh, go on but I mean from that aspect it was like all right we'll see how this goes but what the keynote that I found out was interesting with this and. I'm not putting stock into, okay, there's beef between them now. I just thought it was interesting where I was like, okay, maybe he's holding him out for the bigger records. Is that Boy Wonder doesn't have one production credit on this project. And it's the first one out of Drake's major releases where hmm. Boy Wonder isn't involved. So yeah, that, he's probably saving, that was he's interesting probably saving to me where I was like, yeah. yeah, where I was like, okay, maybe he's saving a lot bigger records than this. Because, again, I yeah. still felt like losses and D4L... If I'm not expecting the classic, but at the same time, it's like one of those things where it's like if those two records aren't on, yeah, it's a high chance that it's he, just the same formula as before, where the records are Lucy's. Then you're questioning why aren't these on? But when I see Boy Wonder's not a part of it, that at least I'm looking at that a little different than from that lens, where it's like, dude, he put he put Tootsie Slide on this shit, and that shit went number one. And I was I was very like surprised he did that. I was like, damn, this was a number one record, and you put this on this. I'm like okay. Well, I, it better like, not be on the. I, well, yeah, Tussie Slide I mean, makes makes sense because I mean it's already out yeah. there. You might as well throw it on now. Like yeah, it's, to that be makes honest, sense. It's a TikTok song. You know right. what I mean? Like that's that's probably like legit what he made it for. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that, also, that it's falls like, in line. Of, that yeah. literally falls in line with demo tape. Like I, when yeah. I think Tussie Slide, I think demo tape. So I'm cool with yeah. that. For sure. Yeah. 
But overall, the album, like, yeah, it's just fun. Oh, this is what I was going to say. You know what I noticed all about Drake's music? He always yeah. comes off as a victim. He always comes off as a victim. He never he never talks about no accountability or nothing. He always comes off as a victim. <laughs> like, that show, like, that song, Desires, have you really listened to the lyrics <laughs> of that song? Oh, Jay-Z? yeah, it's the, most, it's the most proper way to call a woman a hoe. It's, it's not just a hoe, but he's like he's controlling them. Like he's literally controlling. Like he's like, I, I want to have you somewhere where uh, what's it called? I want to have you somewhere where no one can find you. Yeah. What the fuck? Like I want like yeah. He was pretty much like almost controlling them in yeah, a way. No, I mean, he and literally says, he literally yeah. says it. Self control's never really been your thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he blatantly it's, says like, it. Yeah, when you really listen to all his music, he never comes off. He never he never has no accountability. He always comes off as the victim, always. And even on this, he comes off as the victim. And it's you just know what's like, funny though? Huh, no, hmm. you know what's funny is the old me would have been like, yeah, that's bullshit. Like I could read between the lyrics. I don't know, bro. Yeah. The new me after after watching Insecure and seeing these women and how they just don't want accountability. I'm kind of looking yeah. at Drake's lyrics a little different now, where I'm like, "Nah, you got to fight that good uh, fight for us until they take accountability." <laughs> I mean, he said it on You're Tuscan Leather, man. <laughs> I'm honest. It's like I fuck up. I'm the last. I'm the second one to admit it. I'm the second to admit it. So he, you know, he he admits that. But it's just, it's just, I just realized that. No, but that's another thing. Like these articles were saying, how Drake needs to grow up is because like. They listened to So Far Gone when they were like in their twenties and shit like that in college, and then when they're like old, you know, when they get older, they kind of expect Drake to be rapping about something they could kind of like, you know, what's the word for it? Like they could connect to, and he's still mm-hmm. rapping about the same shit he has rapped before, and it's just like he still has a he's like in his early thirties now, still rapping about the same shit, and I was just like, well, in my mind, I said, I was like, yeah, this is who he is. This is who he is. Like he's not. You're not going to see. You're not going to get no, no Kendrick from him. You're not going to get no J Cole. You're not going to get no Kanye. No Hove. No type of no, none of those type of music. Like you said, you can repeat. I remember it was like one of the articles he said. One of the lines he said. Like when you hear a Drake song, you can just repeat the lyrics. You don't feel nothing. Like you don't yeah. feel it. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I get it. I also yeah. feel in a way that's it's a and I'm not saying you're saying it because you're just going off of what people's think people yeah. are saying. Yeah. I also think that's a very it's a very lazy critique. Because if you hmm. think about it, all of our favorites say the same shit all the time. How many times has Pusha T talked about Coke? Yeah, I but still the, the difference to, but here's the thing. The, the, no, no, the difference the, is the, the difference but yeah. the difference between Push and Drake is it's not the content, it's just the execution. That's all the difference is. That too. Yeah. That, I think that's, that's what it comes down it boils, to. That's all it boils down to is just the execution. To my ears, now, I think Pusha they T kinda... makes better quality projects than Drake does. But Push's mm, yeah. projects are talking about the same shit he was talking about when we first heard the grinding beat. So to yeah. me it's a lazy it's a lazy argument and stance where they're complaining about, well, he's talking about the same shit. Yeah, you would too if you had a fucking twenty-one bedroom estate, and this is all you know. Like, you don't have to go out into the real world. Like, and I'm not making an excuse yeah. for Drake because we, you know, we hold Kanye to that same standard. So I understand that, but he don't live like the rest of us. So yeah. his yeah. content is going to reflect what he lives, and what he lives is he's basically been in a big ass party for the last 10, 12 years. Yeah. And uh, and feeling That's like people point. betrayed him, feeling like women don't fuck with him. It's pretty much like a big ass cycle with him. 
Yeah. You know, he's not like Jay Z going to fucking art art museums and shit and getting married and having kids and living the best life. Well, shit. Yeah, I mean, like again, it, it wasn't it wasn't based on what you were saying. I'm just going off. I, I know, I know, I know. Consensus is it's I, in general. It, you take Drake out the equation. I still feel like it's a very lazy stance to take, where it's like they make the same music. Like I see, we'll get into it with Chris Brown and Young Thug's project. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been saying for years Chris Brown makes the same records, but it's like no, he doesn't. <laughs> At all. What songs sound the same? And then when you have that, when you ask that question, they can never answer. So it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, you're just making a very blanket statement because all you're going off of is the records that get played on radio. But guess what? Every single fucking record that gets played on radio sounds the same because there's a formula and there's key notes that people are familiar with and that people only want to do business with. But that tells yeah. me you're not going to the albums listening to the records because if you go, again, I've been telling people with Indigo especially, Indigo, those first 15, 16 tracks is just some shit that you can't even no matter how you feel about Drake or Chris Brown as a person, you just, you can't fight against it. Those are great mm-hmm. collections of songs. Mm. Great so overall collection. That, yeah, so just overall that that argument, it's just, it's very stale and if you notice, people only do that argument when it's people that they don't like listening to to begin with. Because when you bring up <laughs> the same argument yeah. with who their favorites are, all of a sudden the goalpost moves. But when it comes to these articles I've read, like, I know these writers, and they have been very fair when it comes to Drake. They've been very fair with him. Like, yeah. it's, it's, I'll send you the links to him, but it's, like, it was a really good article. And it was just, like, and, like, the OVOs, you know, OVO people were camping outside their mentions, and I was just, like, Palpatine, like, <laughs> I was, like, Palpatine, like, <laughs> ironic. <laughs> 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 and I was like, but like to me, like it doesn't really get me. And I've been, and then they try to get on, they try to get on Eminem, like, oh y'all get y'all talking about moving the goalposts for Drake, where Eminem's still talking about his stepdad. And of course, to stand me has to come out, and I had to say, well, Eminem has t- has faced has talked about his pill addiction. He apologized to his wife. He apologized to his mom. He has jumped on songs that have been outside the norm for him. He has grown on his music. The music may not have been good for certain standards. But he has went outside the box. Drake yeah, hasn't changed his yeah. fucking outlook on things since so far gone. And besides, you know, the last word he said, diss me, you'll never hear a reply for it. But other than that, he has made the same type of music since so far gone. Yeah. People laughed at me, but shit, it's the truth. Oh, yeah, that's another yeah. thing what Drake fans got mad at me about. Because I said that M still has album of the year to her kinder drops. And they fucking <laughs> just lit my mentions up when I said that. Some folks even said it flat out, I don't even know Eminem dropped an album this year. I was like, what the fuck? The whole, okay. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, bro, you're wrong. I mean, Roddy Rich still has album of the year. Shut up, man. Just deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Just fuck. (laughs) I guess. I mean, I will admit this, though. Well, go on. I mean, my thing is, it's, it's, you know, I still think M's album is the top rap album this year, but. The race is just like last year. It's very wide open, and this pandemic has actually assisted in still making it wide open because there's actually just been a great array of music being dropped. The problem is is yeah. that it's not sticking because you're supposed to experience music the way we experience life. You're supposed to go out and do all that. So when you're kind of stuck yeah, in place... Go walk and experience it. But even then, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, yeah, it's yeah, not the same, though, You can't bro, congregate like... with certain... You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's, yeah, I know. It's supposed to be experienced. Yeah, you could go for a walk, but... It's not going to hit the... 
when a creator goes in and creates music, especially in, especially for this topic, they're creating that for a certain moment. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, that moment ain't for okay. Let's just go out for a walk today. Nah, this is yeah, supposed yeah, to be no. experienced with different people outside. from different walks of life outside. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, I know. whether it's just like a kickback or something, or you right. Going to the I think bar, that's a, going I think that's club. another reason why critics are being very critical of Drake when it comes to this is because. You know, because of the times that we in, it's like, dude, we don't want to go out and dance. Like, you just have something that makes us, that soothes us, doesn't doesn't make us be mad that we can't go to the clubs and go to the bars, you know, listening to the music. Cause right, which I, which majority the of the records on the, that. There's a reason why I feel like the records on this project actually work for this time. Because not a mm. lot of them are focused on, like, D4L was really, like, the only one that's focused on getting you out, moving to the club. Yeah. The other ones are very dark. And you have to sit yeah. down and listen and think. So that's why I, th- I think his execution on that, while this isn't, again, I wasn't grading off an album curve anyways. But Because he said, like, fucking Oliver and them literally sequenced the album. They just picked the tracks and sequenced right. it. So. But in a way, it's I feel like his execution was, for the most part, good with this project. Because it was, I, I guess for lack of better words, you can say this is these are quarantine songs. Where it's, yeah. let me check the tempo, yeah. what's going on, we're almost open. Let me give you some songs that you Ish. can vibe to and, you know, deal with. For drive the around to. They'll call yeah, this exactly. is like driving music. Mm. This is drive music. That's oh, what yeah, that Because I played this shit in the house and then I played this shit in the car. Uh, it's it's very, sounds a lot better when you're thinking in the car. Yeah, oh, man, I, I played look, it when man, I was at don't, work. Don't, 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 don't Drake and drive, bro. It's bad wow, for bro. you. Nah, <laughs> that, I, not, not, not for this joint. This joint is, it, it's good for behind the wheel. Yeah, it's no score. <laughs> these are Scorpion leftovers. If besides Tootsie Slide and maybe a few other, if, a majority of these tracks are like Scorpion leftovers. Yeah, that's how I look at it. But yeah, Aubrey. Yeah, we see how the album goes. I hope the album is better. M still has the best album, best rap album in my opinion. So y'all can just suck it. And yeah, Chris Brown and Young Thug. <laughs> He's like, what did you think it? of this shit? Yeah, Chris Brown and Young Thug. What was yeah. it called? Bre- um, Slime and B? Slime and B. So this yeah. project got announced uh, a few days before it dropped, which dropped this on... This shit dropped course, on that piff. That was a wild part about it. For real. Yeah, they kept yeah. it old. Yeah, they I'm kept gonna it you, old school. I'm going to tell, tell you how this played out. So not only did it drop on Cinco de Mayo, but Chris Brown's birthday. Shouts out to Chris Brown. Trying to throw one on Cinco de Mayo. Um, mm-hmm. So this was like it was basically like my present to you guys type deal, and you know that whole fix. I don't know why it didn't go straight to the DSPs before, but I actually enjoyed the fact that it went to Dat Piff and SoundCloud first. The reason why I enjoy it, yeah, well, I enjoy it more now because there were 13 tracks at the time on the DSPs. Now there's only 12 tracks. One of those tracks was the Young Thug track with Future. I happened to download that project before it went to the DSP, so I still have the record. Is it good? Of course you do. It is fucking amazing. (laughs) See, here's my take on it. I was already skeptical with it because I'm like, all right, Young Thug. I know Breezy's going to connect. I'm not worried about him. How does Young Thug Mm. work with this? Right. I got to be honest. He works great. I got to give Young Thug a big round of applause for this shit. Wow. I never thought you'd say that. Holy shit. I thought he was going to come on squealing and doing all that. No, he... Oh, no. He blends very well with Chris Brown. 
Like it that's is, what I've noticed. Of, it's yeah, it's, it's great. Wild to think of in terms of just how well they sound together because he's not squealing. He and that's one thing I, I guess I gotta uh, take into account with Young Thug with the last two projects I've heard from him. Of course, the last mm-hmm. one with his album last year where J. Cole executive produced it. Uh-huh. And this project. I have to give him credit on this end. It seems that when he gets with artists that are widely recognized as better than him, he steps mm-hmm. his game up. Mm. That he does. I like I'll that. I'll give him that. Yeah. yeah, and also I've noticed like he has kind of changed his voice a bit. Like he doesn't really squeal as much as you were saying. Like he's like he I've I've heard him evolve. He has evolved as a rapper. I'll admit that, you know, and exactly. he's gotten better. Like he, he's a lot better. Now I know what J five was saying when he looked up to him and said, listen to him. Like he saw his main potential and his main shit. And I see it too. Like he's not doing that. He's not dressing up on like a, like in a dress anymore. So, right. You know, um, I mean, so from, so from this angle, slime and B, it's exactly what you would think. Um, don't go into this record thinking you're gonna hear some mature shit. Like the artwork itself lets you know what you're, it's. It's on brand for both of them. Yeah, I mean so don't... the content. The content isn't gonna be you know on some. It's not. They're not trying to change the wheel, but at yeah. the same time they keep that motherfucking wheel going. Like mm-hmm. it, these songs are are great. Um, they got two joints on here with Gunna. Uh, yeah. One of them, the title is "She Bumped Her Head." It's a funny ass title until you listen to the song and you forget how funny the title is. The song is a slap. Um, then it follows mm. up with uh, "Big Slimes," which has Gunna again and uh, Lil Duke. Then they just mm. start what I like to call just start playing with their food. This is one of the projects to my ears where it starts off good and then it just gets so much better as it progresses. Like the really? transitions from Animal into City Girls into Stolen is just like wow. I really like City Girls. Yeah, that's, like that's those, the one joint I like. I really like City Girls. Yeah, those three tracks really sound like one track, and I don't say that in a bad way. It just sounds like it's just a continuation of them blending harmonies together, and it's dope. And then to yeah. my surprise, I get to Undrunk, and I hear Two Short Me Forty on this, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. This shit fire. And Undrunk is just what you expect. It's party record. And yeah, it hits. And then it closes out with No Such Thing, which I think is... um, So Undrunk and No Such Thing are both Chris Brown's solo joints. They don't have Young Thug on there. Mm. And then I thought I heard him on there. Nah, he's not. And then the Young Thug record with Future is a Young Thug solo record. Okay. Which leads me to so believe they pretty much that, did what well, what a time to be alive. That's like that's what Drake and Future did. I remember that. Yeah, you know so how they which, both had like solo right, tracks in the exactly. end. Yeah. So which leads me to believe the reason why I didn't show up on DSPs was because I maybe for those few hours Young Thug got so much praise on it where they were like his camp was like no no take the shit off. It leads me to believe he's working or it on might something be right on now. Fe- or it might be Future's album. Yeah. It might be on Future's album maybe. If Future remakes it, then yeah, because it's a uh, it's basically a Young Thug solo featuring Future. It's not a okay. it's not a duet between them, so if it is okay. for a future project, he would have to add some more to it. But okay. either way, it sounds like they're holding on to that project for thugs, which leads me to believe he's working on something right now. Mm. So you really like this well, project? I mean, he's always working though, so but, that doesn't surprise but, me. At but, all. Yeah, yeah I mean? of course he's. Yeah, what I guess what I'm saying is an official album release. It's coming yeah, pretty soon. Yeah, and I hear you. Now overall, well, for I me, like this. Overall, I like this joint. It, it was good. I can. For I'm, me, I'm just waiting for everything to open up so I can play it in 
proper surroundings because this is meant to be played yeah. outside. Right. Well, for me, I think that's what it was because I listened to it and it was just it was cool. Um, a lot of it didn't really hit me except for City Girls because I really I really like that record. Other than that, it was like it was good for what it sounded like, but like I don't see myself ever like revisiting it. Mm-hmm. Maybe like you said, I have to be outside, I have to be in 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 a you know club club atmosphere or whatever. But you know, ain't gonna happen anytime soon. But you know, until a vaccine pops up, then it'll be a fucking party. Yeah. But you know, like, I, it's yeah, one I of those like. Best, huh? I think the best thing I've been doing with certain projects is I'm not fully reviewing and grading them right away until I play them in the proper surroundings. Like, I yeah. think that's what I've been doing with, like, so, a lot of these projects, as good as they are, I can't properly give them that full, okay, this is what it is because I haven't experienced it to its maximum potential yet. Yeah, some mm-hmm. albums need to be played during the dark nighttime. Some albums need to be played mm-hmm. when you're out for a walk or the daytime or when you're in a bar, when you're right. on your way to a bar. Yeah. Some albums fit that atmosphere. Now, the next album on this, JoJo, air the horns, air the horns. Ah. JoJo I came literally with forgot the name. Oh my god, what was the name of the album? Because I don't want to like leave my phone and you know. Good to know. Good to know. Yes, this was her. I guess I don't know what. This is the so, album that she wanted to release. Yeah, this I guess. is her. This is her first album since leaving Atlantic, and this is also. Her I know this is her second album. No, no, no. So this is so that one was technically it was. Um, I know which one you're talking about. That one technically they didn't count. It was basically a reissue. This mm-hmm. is the official because I was reading up on it. This is the official uh-huh. first album since she left Atlantic, and it's also the first one with her new partnership with Warner, and it's under her new imprint called Clover Music. So this is mm-hmm. the official well, like yeah, yeah, this yeah, is the yeah, official yeah, yeah, start yeah, yeah. over. Like she's not doing like a, a redo. This is. They're pressing the button on this. They're pushing for the ready to go. Yeah, because when I listened to her last album, her last album was too damn pop. Like it was too pop because I listened to her mixtapes. Her mixtapes were more R and B influenced and shit. I was wet ready for that. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So then this album, I'm like, okay, you have complete creative control of it. You wanted to drop what you wanted to drop. All right. And then when you listen to it, it is just wah. One of the best. It's not even pop. This is literally R and B in my eyes. One mm-hmm. of the best R and B albums this year. The the song with Tory Lanez. Oh fuck! I, I the titles are not in my face right Come now because I literally after Drake's album I went back and list. Come back, yeah. After Drake's after Drake's album I went back. I went and listened to JoJo. I had that shit on repeat, especially the last track, "Talk Me Down." That is my in my opinion is record of the year to me because I had that shit on repeat. I actually she forgot. The shit out that shit. I actually forgot to listen to it up until um, earlier this morning, so I only gave it one uh-huh. spin. But boy, was that one spin a very good first impression to me. Like, yeah, I don't know how many times I have to explain to people I am a sucker for a good chorus and a lot of vocals being put in for harmonies. So mm-hmm. when that big ass chorus came up on Pedialyte for the hook, yes, yes. My God Almighty! It was like the fucking horns from heaven just blurted through and opened up, and I was like, "Take me now! I'm ready to go." Damn. Yeah, she's saying the she's saying the hell out of these records. The record with Tori Lane that's gonna be her next single. That's gonna because I saw the because she posted it. I guess it's gonna be a quarantine video, obviously. Because I think she probably had a whole rollout plan because she did for that single. um, 
quarantined. Um, the fuck, fuck, I forgot the single she had, but she she did a video for it and everything, and she released it right when the Rona shit started happening, and it was a full fledged video and everything. Gotcha. And then after that, you know, she had to she had to postpone her tour and everything, and she was just like, all right, well, she's gonna record, she's gonna do the video for the Tory Lanez record. And I was like, okay, it's going to be at our house. Okay, yeah, cause I have that on my playlist. That's a great record. Tory yeah. Lanez ripped the shit out of it. And so, just... so let's, let's keep it on. Round of applause to Tory Lanez, yeah. man. If there is oh, yeah. anybody who has mastered the art of quarantine, Tory Lanez has now, he has now he set the bar. He is, that is who, his face should be in the dictionary next to promotion quarantine. Like, he has done so well. I mean, did you guys see the concert? I saw parts of it. I didn't see all of it. Dog, but it was genius, though. The concert in the first day, he had like 400,000 views on that <clears> concert. <throat> That's Wow. And at a given wow. point, like that was from that was from the views from, from the time it started. And then, of course, when it was uh, syndicated on YouTube. So for those who don't know, mm-hmm. he did a full-fledged live concert. That was a quarantine concert through YouTube. It was him on stage. He had a keyboard player. He had, a, mm-hmm. I think, a guitar or a bassist. And that was it. Yeah, I saw that. It was just him on stage, and his boys were doing the same sound effects that they did on Quarantine Radio as far as, like, they would get the crowd. They had a a crowd board, so there would be applause in between his records. Like, it felt like a real show. The only thing that was missing was the actual crowd. But for all intents, it was a show. At at one given point, there were over 100,000 people tuned in, and everybody was tipping this man at least 2 to $3. He was making profit off of this show. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. he low key kind of changed the game. Yeah, so artists want to do that up. shit. Yeah, that's crazy. And on top of that, he followed it up a few days later by doing another quarantine radio on Sunday that went and did another over one hundred fifty thousand. Like he has hit the point where anything he puts on now, however you feel about his music, is one thing. But we may have to in near future have a discussion about how we look at Tory Lanes as far as the entertainer goes because. He has proved his worth and then some through this entire pandemic. That he has. And we still got a few more months left of this shit. So yeah. he don't like a lot of artists need to figure this shit out, man. They don't need videos. They don't need to do this. At the end of the day, just give us the music. That's all we ask for. Everything else will come. Over time, music, the interviews, all that shit. All that will come. Just give us the music. Yeah. Speaking of the music, JoJo's album, round of applause. Oh, yeah. That's just um, oh, yeah. Um, almost album of the year contender. It's one of the great best albums this year. It's up there. Let's take it back. Let's, let's take it back to out here in Cali and Sacramento because this person's not fucking, he's not protesting. He's staying in the house and recording. Mozzie. Mozzie. Yup. Mozzie dropped his latest Finally. album, Beyond Bulletproof. <laughs> and yeah. One thing I love and I appreciate about Mozzie, I've always appreciated about this, is he's authentic. There's nothing fake about him. Nothing. Yeah. And if there Definitely. is, if there is anything fake about him, boy, he's a good actor. Because yeah, <laughs> because I can. I, I was explaining it to one of my boys. He was like, "It's funny because Mozzie will jump on the same sound and beats over and over again, but I have no mm-hmm. issue with it." And I I broke it down. And I was like. Yeah, because you could hear his pain in his voice. It's authentic. It's real. Yeah. Nothing about it's fake. Yeah, and he's like, that's though. what it is. Yeah, 13 tracks of more of that shit. I had no problems with it. 
Um, the Eric Billinger, yeah, the Eric Billinger to song to is my shit. Expect this shit from him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like just this high quality of music and shit. Yeah, the Eric like, Billinger it's, it's really he's pumping it out. The Eric Billinger record's fucking fire. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I want to yeah. be with you. Yeah, that's my shit. I ain't perfect with uh, with blast. So my brother. Yeah, that um, was great. So uh, Bino, the one that did the tape, uh, no pressure with Nipsey a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bino and um, and Blast, they actually did a six track EP last year, and so my brother was playing it last night, and I was like, "Who the fuck mm-hmm. is this?" And he told me, and he's like, "Yeah, it dropped last year." There's some joints on that six track EP, so I went back and replayed it. It's nice. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I got a nice introduction to Blast on that one. Uh, Shorty, Shorty, the feature on "So Lonely." I think I found a track of his a few weeks ago, and I think it made the playlist. If I'm not mistaken, I like "So Lonely." Mm-hmm. Body count. The only problem I had with body count was G. Erwell just kind of threw the vibe off. But really? yeah, that was I my like first. That yeah, he did it just a little yeah. bit. Because uh-huh. and it's not necessarily his fault. It's just how fucking dope King Von came and ripped that shit. That was my first yeah, introduction to King Von. And then I found out he dropped an album a few weeks ago. I'm going to that shit by the end of the week. I was highly impressed with that <laughs> verse that he dropped. That's what's up. All it takes is one verse. Yeah, that's all it takes. Yeah, nah, really though. That's how that's how I got into reason, just off one verse. Yep, exactly. Oh yeah, but yeah, but want to be with you? How? What was what was the record that said it was a fabulous record, right? Um, the Eric Billinger record. Yeah, no, I uh, hear. Can't leave you alone. Yeah, that. Or like, hey, let's go. Can't leave you alone. Yeah, that shit was fire. Mm-hmm. That that just flowed. Like that whole album, mm-hmm. it was a good listen. I listened to it like a few times this past week. That was a good record. Like Mossy never disappoints. Nah. Like after, after, after I heard one up top arc, I think that's when he really just found his stride. Like, okay, I found my stride. Because yep. he's dropped hella projects before then. But when he dropped I one mean, up let, top... Let's just keep it real, bro. It's, mm-hmm. it's when he kicked the lean. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once, once he kicked the lean, he, he, he got on track. And he fucking... And, he basically, like I said, has been putting out high quality shit every single se- ever since. Yes, you know he has. I mean? Yes, he has. Shout out to Mozzie, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, just, anyone else drop? I feel like someone else dropped. Uh, there was a few nah. others, but I'll get to it later this week. Yeah. Shit. Now, hold up, bro. So, uh, breaking news. Uh, Raven safety Earl Thomas and his wife were held at gunpoint less than a foot away after his head. Uh, wait, hold up. Let me read this. Okay, hang on. Let me read this quickly. Raven safety's wife, Nina, held a gun less than a foot away from his head after allegedly catching him cheating. Whoa. Oh, shit. I can just I, I just had this image in my head from training day. <laughs> my god. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. When Denzel yeah. fucked the gun. And and it's Oh my god. And you gotta take it as the truth because the source is none other than TMZ. Harvey <laughs> oh, and the boys still shit, working during a pandemic. I just I just have the image of my head of her stopping the car in the middle of the in the middle of the corner in the middle of the traffic and just took the get out. You fuck that bitch. Who's the bitch? Who's that bitch? Get the my fuck God. out. Of <laughs> that should be the cover. Just training. Just training day. Did you point the gun at Ethan Hunt in the car? <laughs> that shit's nuts. <laughs> Why am I laughing at this? I shouldn't be laughing. Whew. Okay. Okay, Kalani's dropping. Right, back to albums, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stay off it because as much as it is kind of funny to see the visual, I know damn good and well it would be a whole different story if he held the gun to her head. Yeah, that wouldn't be funny. Oh, shit. So, but, it's a, yeah. but you don't get these jokes off. 
So, <laughs> I mean, you so cheat. How the, hell, how the hell can you cheat during a pandemic? How can you find time to cheat during a pandemic? You can't break quarantine. I mean, people have broke quarantine. I mean, I've seen it myself. Yeah. yeah I've been contemplating it. But it's like, no, nah, I can't. I can't. Um, <laughs> yeah. But back to music. Um, Kalani. There's something I want to. There's something I want to get on. It is this. I forgot what day it was. This past week, ten year anniversary of Big Crit's. I guess his debut oh, yeah. mixtape. Crit was here. Yeah. Ten years. Ten huh? year anniversary. Shit. Yeah. Damn. This was this was my was this here. was my yeah. introduction to him. And boy, these records are classics. Country shit. That is, yeah. Hometown hero. Country, mm. country shit. Glass yeah. House, of course, was my first introduction to him on uh, Cushion OJ. Cushion OJ, yep. Right. Children of the World, No Weedies, mm. Moon and Stars. Like, this is, to me, this is a classic project. I mean, yeah, it was during the, Easy. There was a, there was a time of Easy. the mixtape era when mixtapes were actually mixtapes. So yeah. it was like a peak of the mixtape era, you know. My what was my introduction to Crit? It wasn't Crit was here. It was a, it was another one. What was that? What was that? The Crit was here. Uh, so what was, was after? What Crit was that? Is here. Crit was here was the first one, like really like mainstream yeah. wise. Then it was um, Return of Forever. Return of Forever. Was, uh, that was Forever my introduction to him. That was my favorite. I love that project because he carried that all by himself. He literally my carried favorite. that whole project by himself. Yeah, my favorite. Mm. Uh, Crit mixtape is uh, King Remembered in Time because that one yeah. was the follow up to as much as I like Live from the Underground um, mm-hmm. I do know what it could have been so it is what it is but Def Jam yeah but King Remembered mm-hmm. in Time was the follow up project and just I, I just remember that was, like, go on yeah and just hearing what he was kicking on there it was just like y'all fucking up at Def Jam man I just remembered. I remember that project because when it came time for our end of the year list, we had the fight between Jay Z and Big Crit at the number two spot. You weren't breaking at number two, and I wasn't breaking at number two. So I was like, "Fuck it, they both get number two." No, that's not the. No, that's not the pro. That's not the project I'm talking about. Nah, yeah, that's that's the album in 2017. King remembered in time is what followed up live from the underground. Okay, yeah, you're right. King remembered in time was the mixtape in 2013. Yes, you're right. You are right. You are right. You're right. No, nah, because King Remembered in Time... Back memories. King Remembered in Time had um, had Meditate. Um, he had mm-hmm. the snippet with Future just last week. Yep. Then he had the monster with Trinidad that. James with my trunk. Oh, my God. I still mm-hmm. blast my trunk to this day. Um, only one with, with Wiz and Smoke Dizza. And then, of course, what everybody... I think this is the one that got him put on everybody's agenda or notice if they weren't already was the banana clip theory hmm. I got put on him on country shit that's how I really got onto him was country shit yeah but I think this was what I'm saying is for the overall general consensus because even with the album like they knew I got this because of LeBron once LeBron was playing that when Miami won the title that kind of boosted mm-hmm. him up as far as the mainstream goes even though it wasn't a big enough push but I think when, when it happened, when he dropped this mixtape, Banana Clip 3 was always the one song in those reviews where it was just like, wow. Makes sense. It was, on some, it was on some amazing storytelling. Like, it was, it was just, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, why, that's why Crit is above Drake, people. 
Uh, blame JC. Don't blame us. Blame JC. <laughs> like I said, I connect. I connect with Chris. Blame me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you can. You can blame me. I really don't care. I connect I with Chris because right? I have a. Again, I have. Um, you know, the time I spent in the South, like, find out who I right. was as a young adult. Like, I took that. I took right. a lot of those sounds with me. And even though Chris yeah. didn't come out at that time, it was a few years later. It was still like I was familiar with those sounds. Once I realized what the, the South sound is, and they take their. <sighs> It's all based in, um, well, not all based, but one of the pinpoints is the marching band. Yeah. Once I figured that shit yep. out, it was like, okay, you can't grade it what you, when with, on other how you grade other music because their sound it's so much different and they're going after something so much different. Once I figured that mm-hmm. out, Crit yeah. just happened to be the new artist that popped out at that time that had lyrical capabilities, and oh by the way, he's producing all these tracks by himself too. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Well, yeah. Shout out to Crit. Shout out to Crit, man. My album, my other album's about to drop this week. Kalani, Oakland's very own. It was good, but it wasn't. That's what it's called, right? Yep. No, it, it was, was good, good until it wasn't. Yeah. Until it wasn't. And the right. I, I, and I'm a sucker for like you know how like album booklets and album covers and shit like that because the original album cover is her just you know you see her backside and she looking nice from that from the back you know and she's oh, kind of yeah. looking over a fence holding a hose i'm like okay this is pretty good until she released the track list and the back cover of it and it shows the other side of it where she's looking over the fence but in the background you see a whole bunch of destruction behind her like everything's all fucked up and you see a tear in her eye and i was like uh it was good until you turn the cover or until you turn it around until it wasn't mm-hmm. it's a good play off the concept i was like oh that's genius oh yeah and you see the fucking tr- and you see that she has features from jana aiko she has um, who else is going to be on the Jana Aiko? I saw fucking. Oh my God, I'm having a blank Masigo's, right now. Masigo's on there. People know how I feel about Masigo. Masigo. Who is Masigo? I never heard of him. Uh, Masigo was. He's had, He dropped a project two years ago that I was trying to get you to listen to. I don't know if you eventually did. He's an R&B cat. Nope. All her features are R&B artists only. There's yeah. no rappers on here. I feel like there's. I know there's Jana Aiko, Masigo. And fuck, who else is on there? I see someone else is on there with her. Tory, Tory Lanez, Lanez is on there. Yes, Tory Lanez is on there. James Blake. Fuck. James Blake, yes. James Blake is on and, that shit. And of course, one of our favorites, Lucky Day. And Lucky Day. Yep. I'm excited for that yep. Lucky Day feature. <laughs> I'm excited for the James Blake that. feature. I'm excited for the whole album. I soon I saw the cover art and I saw the track list. I'm like, I was low-key disappointed that the Valentine's Day record wasn't on there because that's a great record, but, you know, it probably didn't fit the concept of the album and the flow of it, so it's understandable. But, right. yeah, I'm low-key excited because I did not... Because not her last project, because the project last year, while, while You Wait, that was still... That was one of... Even though she calls it a mixtape, quote-unquote, it was still one of the best albums that year, R&B-wise. But yeah, no, that shit was great. It still stands. And, and that I was great. It, I played it earlier yeah. this week. I have not listened to her official debut. Oh, I can't. I can't believe I'm saying all this because, in my opinion, her first project, her first album was um, "Wish You Were Here." Mm-hmm. And my, yeah, but she calls it a mixtape. Yeah. No, you got nominated for best R&B album. That's an <laughs> album. That was your debut. Sorry, Boo Boo. That was it. But I didn't like what was the other one? The second one, Crazy Sexy Cool. Yeah, the one we said. What was uh, it called? Wasted time music. 
Wasted time music. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and it was wasted time because I do. It's it was very forgettable. <laughs> so, so there was tracks on there, but I never went back. I gotta to go it. back and I gotta go back and listen to it and see how it's aged. That's actually I'm gonna do that this week. Um, her best project was her EP. I can listen to her EP like nothing. Cloud nineteen. I can listen to that like nothing. Yeah, she's. But, I mean, she's. Yeah. She's just that. She's just the type of artist where she's that damn good. However, mm-hmm. it takes maturing in the development process to show what her what she's actually really capable of. Like, and every, yeah. she's the, she's a scary type of artist because it's like she can drop nice gems, and it's like you fool! I haven't reached my maximum potential yet. Yeah, <laughs> so I really Dragon hope Ball this album. Is, yeah, For I really real. hope this album is her final form. Yeah. I really hope this is her final form. I, I hope this album is her final form. And it's crazy I don't, because, because I don't because not again, her final yeah, form, nah. but she has but like so you much see that to go peak. for her. Yeah, but I mean, I honestly don't. I hope we don't see her final form for another ten or fifteen years. I hope she keeps evolving. Yeah. True. Yeah, not seriously. But yeah, also there was some little beef that happened. Oh, it was like literally to the lead up of this album. Apparently, her and her Oakland resident, her Oakland fellowship, Kamaya have beef. And yeah. some shit out of fucking Degrassi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, I wouldn't even say Oakland resident, like, like her best friend. Yeah, like her yeah. BFF. Like yeah. I didn't know that because they have always shown each other. They got matching tattoos and everything. Like I was like, oh, I was okay. just gonna say that shit. They got matching tattoos. Mm-hmm. They're best friends, bro. Yeah, you know it was I mean? like they haven't been speaking because of some petty shit that happened. Yeah. But, so mm-hmm. a video back on. See, this is how I don't even know why it came up now, but. A video back on Kamaya's Facebook page that she put up was back from December. Um, For the IG Live? No, no. There was... uh, I don't know if it was the IG Live, but something was put up from December. So this was a while ago. It's just now getting track. I don't know why it's getting traction now, but it is. And basically what she was Hmm. saying was, you know, I don't... I don't fuck with Kehlani. Like, it's... You know, just that... It's that. Mm -hmm. So, what... From what I know... They uh, they were working, they were working on a a joint project together that was gonna be on like some like a mix of R and B, like hip hop ratchet like it was basically gonna be like a West Coast City Girls type stuff just with more R and B. Yeah, type. and they f- and they filmed videos oh, for it too. Yeah, and from what I heard, those songs were like gonna be game changers. Like it was gonna it was gonna knock off the spring and summertime. Like it was gonna be that kind of project. But this was at the time when Kamaya was going through leaving 400 and Interscope Records. Mm-hmm. So as this is going on, this is at the time when Kaylani and YG just start beginning the beginning of their relationship. So yeah. the word is is that Kamaya felt betrayed because she's like, "How would you like? First of all, why would you do this with the person that I'm trying to get away from?" What I also heard yeah. was that YG's thought process was, okay, they're doing a joint project. Like, all right, if I get with Kaylani, like, this kind of solidifies. Like, I'm not trying to get in the way of your project. Let's drop the project. And Kamaya would stay on 400. Of course, that all huh. it didn't pan out the way it did. Because once they started dating, that's when the recording session stopped. This is just and the word. I'm, I'm, this is just the word I've gotten. And then Kamaya, and then Kamaya kind of said like another reason why they fell out was because of that record with Keisha Cole. What was yeah. that record called? What was that record called? Whatever it was that they Please had. Call me. Uh, what, what, call what me. There you go. Yeah. yeah. What happened at the video apparently, 
apparently what happened was that Kamaya even said this like it was it was a record with her and Keisha Cole with Kamaya Kalani and Keisha Cole and the and then after that like she said like she was mad she was like yeah just don't release the record because we have it all recorded but the thing was like Kalani was always previewing that record at her shows and her fans were like low-key demanding the record like yo we need this record like we need it now so right Kalani was just like fuck it and dropped the song without Kamaya's verse and I guess Kamaya felt away and then you know the video happened and then you didn't see Keisha Cole and it was like well what the fuck and then Keisha Cole saying I don't like Kalani so <laughs> yeah so and then Keisha Cole was saying like she was talking about the beef on her IG live when she was getting interviewed by somebody and said yeah I try to be peacemaker between them two but they just didn't want to talk to each other so that, that's that on that and I was like well damn and then on Twitter like it, it kind of spoiled over to Twitter because when that clip went viral Kalani kind of said her piece and said, I'm not going to diss this person because I love this person, blah, 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 blah. And then Kamaya was sending subliminal messages, of course, on some female shit. And then they started going back and forth on Twitter, which could have... And, and Kalani was just saying, bruh, I kept trying to call you and you're not picking up your damn phone. Like, dude, let's let's talk this out. And Kamaya said some shit back and it was just, it was just drama. Like, honestly... By the way, it's looking what I saw on Twitter is messy. I'm like, dude, y'all could just call each other and kiss and make up. Yeah, that that's what's unfortunate about it all is this could all be resolved with. I wouldn't even say one phone call. This could be resolved with a couple phone calls. You know, like or yeah, you know what I'm saying like one phone a call, conversation, one, like a yeah, three like, hour. I wouldn't a three even say, hour I wouldn't conversation because I mean, just the levels on this, like you just you never know. Sometimes the first call is just them yelling at each other, but it's a start. That's them communicating. So yeah, it can just be a matter yeah, of a few seriously. phone calls that, you know, could just get it all resolved. That's what makes it all... I don't like when this type of stuff happens. I don't like when and Kalani even said I've lost a few. one do this. Yeah, and Kalani was all going Especially like, yo, I've lost area, people. Too, yeah. yeah. And Kalani you know was like, dude, I've lost people mm-hmm. in my life this this past year, man. Like, this is just petty shit. Let's just squash it. And, yeah, I'm and not, it sounds like petty. Yeah, I'm not saying one so. is better than the other. Like, it's there's clearly both of them are... They're wrong at some point. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of right. I'm not even focused on that. Like, I just hope in due time it, it they're able to come in and resolve the situation because they were a nice duo. Whatever. Like, like they. I don't know if a lot of people know. Like, Kamaya was. I don't want to say a big part, but she assisted in some good records. Like they, they were mm-hmm. friends. They're writers. Like they, they collab with each other. They just happen to have a nice friendship yeah. that was created in the midst of that. Yeah, or I should even say even before that. Yeah, like they they've known each other for a while. Yeah. Like I know this because I've always seen them on Twitter and like social media together. So they always called each other sister, and I love her to death. You know, you know how females are. It's like some shit out of Insecure. You didn't even talk about Insecure this oh, week. Oh, Insecure boy, we to... let's, uh, let's talk about it. No, because I was, was going to talk about you know <laughs> Megan Megan Thee Stallion's you know the whole Savage remix and shit. Oh, let's get to that after because you you yeah. you done jump right into Insecure, and this is <laughs> literally. <laughs> Did Art you get triggered life. again? Art Im- <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to explain it, yeah. Because I literally said, you motherfucker, when Molly did that shit. <laughs> you know what I, shit I'm talking about, what she said. I didn't get triggered huh? as much. I didn't get triggered as much as I was just like, wow. All right. That's women. <laughs> women just women. have weird-ass friendships, man. Because guys weird. don't do that type of shit, man. Guys don't do that shit at all. Like, if you and me ever have, like, even through text message, like, I, things get misconstrued in text message. So, after that, we call each other, and it's like, oh, that's what you meant. Oh, okay, yeah. And then we yeah. just 
squash it. <laughs> and then we're over it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> for those who don't know, that is literally the pity easy. of mine and Busby Martin's friendship. Some things might get misconstrued in the text. We take it out of way, kind of get it to a little spicy in the text. And it's like, hold up, let me call him real quick. Oh, that's what you... And then right, we t- my bad. My bad. I didn't <laughs> look, you know what I mean? Like, let's just talk this shit out real yeah. quick. No, that's that's what dudes, too. I'm not just you two, but, like, other dudes, period. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, if like, shit could get misconstrued text messages, and then when you talk it out, it's like, oh, that's what you meant. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. and then let's move on. We don't have that shit. Molly and fucking... Issa. Molly and, and Issa. I was about to call her Holly. Molly, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> power, power. No, not not power. That's WWE. No, you know, no, Molly, no, Holly. Oh no, but I but I just heard you say uh, Holly, so I just thought of power. Oh wow, <laughs> nah. But like, yeah, man. It's like with all this because you can tell they have issues with each other, but they're not communicating with each other. So it's like. Just talk this shit out. And clearly, there's some issues and there's some tensions between you two. Just talk it out and then squash it. Whatever. But, you know, Molly yeah. sucks at communicating. So does Issa. So, yeah. Yeah. And Scoot Boy Q ain't going to show up. I think it's, I think it's wide, <laughs> widely known. Like, Martin, you and I drive. I mean, if you are getting ready to parallel park and your friend comes from behind and tries to take the spot as you're getting ready to parallel park and you keep trying and they keep going in. Like, no, nah, you got to get out of the car. We yeah. got to fight right now because, like, this, this is stupid. Why are you trying to take this? You know I'm trying to back in. What are you doing? Yeah. Right. That's literally what happened. Issa just let that shit slide, she, too. tries to back in, and Molly's trying to take the spot, and she won't let her back in. And so Issa's like, I'm just, what she caves hell? in, and she's like, I'm just going to look for another spot. Yeah. She kind of just let that shit slide, and then fucking Molly feels the type of way because she sees Issa and Lawrence talking. She looks outside, she sees them talking. So then after that, she's like, and she has like a little mug face. And then again, I'm thinking to myself, why are you so upset about this? This ain't your relationship. Like, yeah. why are you so mad? Like, dude, Issa's the one that cheated. <laughs> <laughs> Not the other way around. If it was Message. the other way around, I can understand. If, if if this was the other way around, I could probably understand. But again, Issa cheated. So why should you feel a type of way about this shit? Like, what the fuck? But anyway, yeah, she's looking outside. So then after that, like, Issa, said, Issa gets a call and she finds out that Schoolboy Q backed out of her block party. And she's like, fuck. So she, had to de- so she had to deal with it. So then Lawrence leaves. So then Issa comes in and says, yo, like, I got to leave right now. I got to handle some shit. And then, you know, Molly sees Lawrence leaving. And then she tries to put two and two together in her little warped ass head. Like, oh, they about to go fuck. Yeah. No, bitch. She has to handle some shit. <laughs> I'm seeing it. I'm getting triggered now. Yeah, it was just a lot of stuff where it was. And then I see a bunch of people. They're like, well, it's finally it's time that Molly stepped up and, you know, uh, let Issa know that she wasn't going to be her walk uh, like she was just gonna be letting her walk over because Issa which I agree Issa has moments where she talks about her problems and then everybody else she's like oh you'll just get through it like it's just that so I get it from that angle but on the flip side it's like they're both wild because a lot of this would just all you gotta do is just both talk like I'm not saying Issa's innocent Issa be blowing her off too so it's it's not that yeah that's why us guys I just look at I just look at I haven't had any sympathy for Molly's character since she got mad at her father for cheating on her mother 30 years earlier at her mother and father's <laughs> vow renewals. Like, clearly her mom, is, her mom has gotten past this at some point. Like, it was to the point, like, she, like, was so shocked about it. And her older brother was like, yeah, what's the big deal? Like, they moved past the shit. It is what it is. Like, that's their marriage. 
And she ghosted her dad for like a whole damn year. Yeah. Over I, again, like if if it's the initial shock, I get it. Cool. Like okay, the image of your parents that you thought wasn't there, it's not there anymore. All right. But ghosting your right. dad for cheating on your mom that happened thirty, 30 years, years earlier, ago. Yeah. That's and they're crazy. cool now. <laughs> they're cool now, and they move past it. But you can't move past like, it. I literally saw that, and I was like, "You just don't. You're just one of those type of people where you're looking for any reason to not be happy." I hope it's like somebody has to. I hope later on this season, someone has to. Hold, she gets that moment where someone holds that mirror up and is just like, "This is your life, bitch." Yeah. Like yes, yeah, so I'm I hope it's Issa that does it. I really hope. Oh yeah, because I remember because they show, I looked at the like teaser trailers for the for the coming weeks. The block party still happens mm-hmm. because how I know that because they show it. I see it. I'm like, oh, I saw it on Instagram. So that's a spoiler. I don't know if Schoolboy Q gonna show up. But, oh, you don't know who? Yeah, she Issa already put it up on her Instagram. Who is it? Fam, get ready to laugh. Okay, it, sir. And D Smoke. Dude, Issa was in a D Smoke music video, of dog. Of course. <laughs> no, I'm being dead ass. Yeah. Issa Ray was in a D Smoke. Motherfucker. Yeah. No, that's who she that's who she put up on it. I know. Because okay, know. so Martine, the funny part was when Schoolboy Q backs out, of course they're showing her mm-hmm. trying to figure out what she does. So she goes to Beyonce's Instagram and she del- ends up deleting yeah. the message, but the message is funny. She goes, hey, girl, so I'm kind of dying right now, and I have one final wish, and then it's like, nah, I'm not going to send that shit. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and she deleted <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> she's, she's, she's like, I'm kind of no, dying yeah, right now. <laughs> she, um, she, yeah. <laughs> she goes to Sir's page, and then it, like, it ends from there, but then that was in the show. On her actual Instagram in real life, it, she goes, "Thank you, sir." And D Smoke, you guys are gonna like the episode next week. And I was like, "This nigga D Smoke, man, this motherfucker, man." <laughs> I, 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 I can only applaud you. I can only applaud D Smoke. Exactly. I can't do nothing else. How the hell you go from you know? You I just, I'm just a teacher. Insecure. No, 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 no. It was like I'm, I'm just a teacher, janitor, whatever. And then you on a competition, and then all of a sudden you have Terrence Martin working with you, and then all of a sudden you're just like, hey, you know, <laughs> like I'm acting like Kendrick Lamar, and then Sir comes up there. Nah, bruh. Nah, bruh. Yeah. No. This is. I like you, but what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wild, whole ass. I, I like D Smoke. Great, great, great artist. I don't even care. As long as, as long as he keeps putting out good music, bro, I, I don't even care about. It's that like at this shit. point, what's gonna happen next year? Was he that the Met Gala got canceled? Can you imagine if he went to the Met Gala? I would be like, really, oh, really. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it wouldn't be surprising. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like Ann Whitner invited you, bro. Everywhere. Really? <laughs> Ann Whitner invited you? Really? D smoke really? Shit. Nigga gonna end up at the damn Oscars and shit. Like really? The only thing, like, the only thing that would make it like in my eyes would be the cream of the crop is if he hmm. starts a song off and he says a prayer in Spanish and DMX is there to translate it. That's like <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> at that point, <laughs> if that happens, at that point I'm like, yo, he's a goat, man. Like there's no I I can't. I'm gonna blame it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm blaming you if that happens. You got it. <laughs> you got, he got, you got the juice. D Smoke yeah. got the juice. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You, Shit. You got the juice. Oh, oh, speaking of side note, yeah, your boy, your YouTube boy that does all the black Prince cinema Hood shit. Cinema, he baby. was gonna post. 
He was gonna post a video of um, what's it called? Uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. <laughs> you know the Tyler Perry's first movie, and he had it up, mm-hmm. and Tyler Perry's people t- had it took down. <laughs> so he has it on Vimo instead. Oh yeah, I'm He put up the recent one with um, South Central. That shit's funny as hell. I watched that. Yeah, it was a positive hood movie. <laughs> yeah. The, um, yeah. So Larissa and I we keep watching the we keep watching the You Got Served. Um, because that one it just gets funnier and funnier every time. But then there's fuck. Which one is it? Because there's oh the the juice one itself. That yeah. one is funny because I'm... because at the end when Q walks back and he goes, "Hey, you got the juice now," and he just looks and goes. What the fuck, bro? You just witnessed the whole murder, and that's what you sell this nigga? You got the juice now. <laughs> <laughs> and then his explanation oh, of juice, his explanation of juice, he goes, it's a wild hood movie that actually turns into a horror movie in the second half of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, now shout out, to, anyway, shout, yeah. Out to, shout out to Prim's Hood Cinemas, man. If y'all don't know, if y'all ain't up on game by now, go to YouTube. Prim's Hood Cinemas. That's P-R-I-M-M. Hood Cinema. Them shits are funny. Hilarious. Now, fucking uh, Beyonce. That 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 DM was hella funny. I did not know what she said, but that was hella funny. I'm kind of dying right now. <laughs> so, I want my last wish. Can you do my block party? <laughs> and then she deleted it. I can't do that shit. <laughs> Oh, she should have did it just for fuckery's sake. She should have just yeah. did it. Well. <laughs> just had Beyonce on the show. Anyway, so yeah, Beyonce decided to be nice, and um, she jumped on the remix to Megan Thee Stallion Savage, and this was a remix, remix, new verses, new everything, harmonizing, yeah. all that shit. And I was like, oh, okay, great record. I liked it. What y'all think? Man, she out here talking about OnlyFans. I was like, okay, well, excuse me. <laughs> And demon time and shit like that. Demon, yeah, demon. Oh, yeah, like, did y'all? What? Did, did y'all ever watch that shit? Demon time. Yeah. On uh, you talking about on Instagram? Yeah, the Instagram. Oh, like yeah. Instagram underground. It's like an underground. Oh yeah. Oh, you found yeah, it's, them? It's, it's, oh yeah. Wow. They have to change pages every damn night because the damn page gets suspended, so they have to create new ones. It's wild. Nah, but this the, <laughs> some shit. the dude said flat out. No, the the guy who runs it said flat out that Instagram called him and said flat out they pretty much banned him from Instagram. Yeah. Because they they like they literally DM'd him and told him like yeah this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> they literally DM'd him. Like, they bruh, stop. Yeah, pretty much. They pretty much said him. They pretty much told him like, "Yeah, you can't be on here no more." Yo, at some point, at <laughs> but, some point, Pornhub is gonna come in and they're gonna clean up the whole demographic of the group that Instagram kicks off, and they're gonna just create a, a pornogram. And I don't know why they haven't done that already. There. I don't know why they haven't done that because that dude was doing that shit was wild. I went yeah. on there like once. Man, I went on there once watching it. <laughs> Nigga, I said, "Wow." <laughs> <laughs> the guy said, "Wow, girls just twerking, putting Hennessy bottles in the coochie and shit, and just nigga." And, and yeah. there'll be celebrities in there too. You'll see Trippy Red in there. You see Weekend. You see like hello rappers hell, in weekend, there. Weekend's funny as hell because Weekend would be like, "It's demon time." <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like it's casual. <laughs> like, oh, it's demon time. <laughs> 
Like it's just so that's why. And shit. <laughs> no, and that's why I was so crazy when Beyonce said that shit. I'm like, because you know, Hove and Dream wrote the record, so it was like, so yeah. wait a minute, Hove and so Hove wrote that part for her. Hove knows about this shit. Like Hove must be bored. He has to be bored at that damn house. <laughs> Hove went through that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that. Well, we all went through it because we all watched it. But you know, we had. I bet you, I, I bet you, his beard is growing like a motherfucker right now. His hair oh is probably. God. Here we go. No, 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 no. I'm just saying because my go. shit is gone. My shit is just going out. So I'm all like, well, you, you know, know what what I, I forgot to tell you guys a couple weeks ago. Uh, it didn't even dawn on me. Like I, it's I was literally like going through the phases. This happened two weeks ago. I trimmed my uh, beard all the way down, so there's no oh, hang wow. time anymore. It's just all it's all face now. Huh. Yeah, no, I did the same. Shit. Yeah, like, well, my I shit's just, just like, growing the fuck out. I just didn't like how it was filling in my mask, so I was like, "Damn!" Either I hang uh, to the hang time and it pushes up against my chin, or I just go down to regular scruff McGruff. That's just face value, and I was like, "The hell with it! I'm gonna go face right. value." That's like the biggest thing <laughs> I've done during this whole pandemic. No, but <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> But the females, nah, but back to the Savage remix, the females love this record. That's why they were mad as fuck it came out, because they can't go outside and experience it. Because Beyonce oh, yeah, ripped it, Demon and Megan ripped it. I mean, <laughs> here's, here's my take, bro. You mm. ready? What? You said it was nice of Beyonce to jump on it, right? I was saying sarcastically. Okay, all right. Well, because she just straight went up there and took that shit. Yeah. That's, to me... That's no even Megan's on there the most and shit. That is no longer a Megan yeah, song. Yeah, she stole the show. She, but, yeah, she, yeah, she was shit, harmonizing all over. It's her featuring shit. Megan. So when she be so when she performs that song, it's gonna be her song. Yeah. Now it's, it's now a, Nikki. It's, it's controller. Now, yeah. <laughs> no, except Megan's still on it, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's controller if Tory Lanez yeah. kept Drake on the record. Right. <laughs> nah, right. but then uh, it's like it's like no guidance. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, technically it's a you Chris I mean? Brown record, yeah. but you know, sound wise, it's, you know a, Drake it's a Drake record. Drake featuring exactly. Drake. Nah, but that leads me to Nikki because she jumped on Doja Cat's record, say the remix for Say So, which was a good remix. Like Nikki mm. ripped the shit. She really did. It's that actually on my playlist. Really Surprise! Good, yeah, no, you are right. That's actually a really good remix. The song itself was already great. Yeah, so that was the, that was the thing about mm. both these records was both these records were good as originals. These remixes yeah. just enhanced them and took them to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and Nikki ripped it. And I was like, "You're gonna congratulations, Nikki. You're on my playlist now for the yeah. first time ever. Congratulations. Round of applause. <laughs> Round of applause. Yeah, no, I had, yeah I had, she ripped it. My only issue with Nikki's verse was it ended. I actually wanted her to go a little bit longer. Nah. What? Shit. Here's the thing, though. She added a part in the end. I don't know if y'all caught this. Or yeah, you, I caught it. It kind of made news. Yeah. Where she kind of sends some oh, subliminal. She sends some subliminal. She, at the end, like, she gets, she, because she went on Twitter and said, oh, no, I had to redo my verse, like, the last part, because I added something in the end. And da 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 So, yeah, it's going to be on digital platform soon. So, I'm like, what the hell? And you go on it, and she references, like, people that have fake asses, and you're just fake yourself or some shit. She said some shit. But the Beehive is speculating that that was a response to Beyonce's um, Savage remix. Because she she mentioned something about being all natural and on OnlyFans and shit, and people thought oh, she was she, talking she about just talking about real ass. Yeah, yeah, and and then yeah, Nikki got offended by that apparently, and 
people are speculating that she sent a subliminal to Beyonce. And how people are saying that is because people thought she was talking about Wendy Williams. And then she goes on her IG and says, no, I'm not talking about Wendy Williams. But she didn't say nothing about the Beyonce part. I was like, fuck you, Nikki. You take two steps forward and then you just moonwalk back. <laughs> it's, it's hearsay. Shit. I'm not going off a of hearsay. Yeah. No, I'm not going like hearsay, but I don't put it past her. I do not put it past her. So. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I would put it past her because I don't put it past her either. I'm just saying yeah. that you got to show me some proof because that. Yeah. As wild and as wild as Nikki is, like her wild is very calculated. Like she still knows what she's doing. She's also a bird. Her, I think. Well, yeah, but I even for being a bird, you still know that Beyonce is not the person that you want to cross. Like. Oh no! That, so yeah, that's that's, that's like, like career suicide. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Ask like, Carrie Hilson. Yeah, like you could be a bird all you want, you could talk all that shit, but at the end of the day, a broken clock is still right twice a day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, yep. Doja Cat said that if the song goes number one, she's gonna show her titties. So, so much closer guess what to I've been playing. Hard. Hard. We're gonna get the Doja Cat <laughs> only fans before we get to Nashes. Hey man, oh either or. Hey, I've been playing that song on repeat, trying to help. So fuck <laughs> it, I did my part. I want to see some titties. <laughs> oh, all right, Dennis shit. Rodman. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Give me a hell yeah! Uh, anyhow, anything uh, else? Yeah. So, the baby made news again. Well, I wonder why. Yeah, he did. So I wonder why. Well, initially I was ready to jump on him. However, there are some reports that have come out where I'm like, oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. So. So what have you heard? So like, what's this what's is the from news? the TMZ. This was the original story. Uh. The baby can't keep his hands to himself. If you believe a driver who claims the rapper attacked him when an argument quickly turned physical. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ the driver got a call to pick up the baby in Vegas back in November. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, in his Mercedes Sprinter. <laughs> We're told that after a few stops, the baby and his friends sparked a joint and the driver told him that's a no-no. Put it out. Cops then say the rapper and his friends started cussing out the driver and threatened him. When they got to the Hard Rock Hotel, the driver told his passengers it was time to pay up. The driver then claims the baby punched him in the back of the head and said, you ain't the boss. Our law enforcement sources say one of the suspects said, you're lucky we're not in my city because I would have killed you, cracker motherfucker. We're told the baby and company well. got their bags, but not before someone allegedly said they, quote, would have left the driver dead on the road, end quote. We're told that there's now an active arrest warrant to be brought in for the baby for misdemeanor battery. So, so now what's the, so the, what's the new information you heard? But before I get to that. The headline that you guys, of course, we read when Martin put the story in the group chat, or but I forgot who it was. Yeah. I was like, damn, man. All right, now it's starting to get out of hand. Until I started reading some of these quotes, because some of these quotes sound like they came fresh out of a Tyler Perry movie script. <laughs> you're lucky you're not in my city because I would have killed you, cracker motherfucker. Look, yeah. I'm not believing that unless you tell me that it's from a Tyler Perry script or Plies or Lil Boozy said it back in 2007. That's the only way I'm believing that. I don't that. Sound, like, I don't sound like the baby would say some shit like that. And then it was... I'll be honest with you. I, I don't know. I mean, he's from yeah, North Carolina. No, I'll take that back. I can hear you know him say it. I, I like, just heard it in country. my head. Yeah, but I... I, I just yeah, heard it in my I, head. I but I ain't, heard him say, I ain't heard him say crack. I've heard Plies and Boozy say cracker like it's like it's just off the tip of their tongue. That's why I was giving it more leeway, because for somebody to say cracker, that would have to be part of their normal vocabulary. Like, that just don't oh, like fly out Rock, of nowhere. Chris Rock, cracker ass yeah. cracker. <laughs> so, I'm like, I mean, all right, like that I already said, sounds... He is, he is from North Carolina. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, that already sounds it's, sketch, because this shit don't sound like... This don't sound... Okay. 
But then the update as of earlier today, the baby's a oh, it's the baby's attorney, Drew Finely, and he tells TMZ that this is 100% false, and it suspiciously pops up in February regarding an alleged incident in November, and we can smell another attempted money grab. End quote. So this just so what happened? I, I kind of dropped out a bit. What'd you say? Is the, so basically, the baby's attorney came out and said this is 100% false. Why are we just hearing about this in February if this alleged incident happened in November? We can smell another attempted money grab. Which, yeah, he's usually right. When the baby does something, we hear about it right then and there. It doesn't take... What? It's, this is about February? That's true. That would have been three months, and now we're hearing about it in May? That's an additional two, da- two and a half months. Yeah. That's five months. During the damn pa- and you wait until a damn pandemic happens? Yeah. Nah, that sounds, that <laughs> yeah. sounds sketch, man. I'm not. I'm not rocking with right. that right now. I need to see footage. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't know that part. You know, what I mean that it actually took so long. Now, the the shit that was uh, supposedly he had said, it's not out of fucking character. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the baby is who the baby is and shit. Like, I could hear him saying that shit. <laughs> yeah. But just the fact that it took so long to come out like that. I mean, come on, bro. Yeah. See, like, come on, but like I said, just, <laughs> you know what I mean. With my knowledge and history of dealing with people that say cracker you know they say it right off the top when you like ply said that shit from jump so it was no surprise when we got Mm. to ply's debut album that crackers all over the album like it wasn't a shock he had been saying it yeah yeah i haven't heard the baby say it i got you (laughs) and he's three albums in you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah yeah nah like could he sure i don't know him personally so it's possible right for it to just you know what i think it is crack motherfucker like nah that uh, that sounds you know what I think it is. Movie. You know what yeah, I think nah, it is. I hear you. I hear you. I feel the driver lost his job because of the whole pandemic and needs money, so he got desperate. Yeah, and he just made the story. I'm not saying it. it's That's... true. I'm just speculating because yeah, I don't I... like doing the shit. But you know, sounds like something the cracker ass cracker would do. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely can see nah, it. Man, I, I could definitely see that too, for sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right, let's close this out, fellas. Um, Nicholas Cage has been casted as the Tiger King himself. I said real Pharaoh. I didn't want Nicholas Cage. Real Pharaoh is the only person that should play that role. Can we just admit that I Nicholas Cage is a horrible fucking actor? He got two Oscars, man. He's not that horrible. He just said fuck it. Nah, he there's a difference. Nah, there's a difference. Nah. He said fuck it. He, after you win oh, an Oscar, shit. you could do whatever you want. Just look at Jamie Foxx and Halle Berry. Nah, I'm not. After they I'm won not, their I'm Oscars, not, they said, fuck it. I'm not subscribing to that because my philosophy is if you do it long enough, you become what you eventually project out. Some he's people horrible. actually say, fuck it, man. Nah, uh, he's, he's a good he's actor. Horrible. Like I said, he said, he said, fuck it. He's not horrible. He just knows how to, he turns it on when he feels like it. I, I've seen wanna, lot, I've, I've I seen, was gonna say that, bro. Like in certain movies, like he actually really turns that shit on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, he does. Cool he movies, knows. It really it's, depends. It's cool in certain movies, just I. You yeah. can't get it. At, yeah, no, no, I, I'm with you. you. Can't get it out I'm my head you. that nah, man. When you choose to be trash for cash, like all right, I'm gonna call it what it is. Yeah, I mean, um, he said, I, "Fuck I it." You. I just that's what I said. I just want to know where's Ghost Rider. I just want to know where's David Spade. Like you can get David Spade to fill this role. I told oh you. Oh my god, that would have been perfect. I said real Pharaoh. <laughs> That's the only I could see real Pharaoh to play that role. Will He's the only person that could play. Will Pharaoh's a fucking giant compared to Yeah, man. Still, they can make he can make it work. Well, he just Will Pharaoh needs to be in the movie somehow. How about that? And on top of that, why do I need to see a a, a series about the Tiger King? 
when we could just literally <laughs> seriously like we just got seriously. done watching the 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 series like and I don't truth be told like I would rather wait for you to wait for Joe Exotic to get out of jail and then interview him I would much rather see that than to see mm. a whole ass series yeah yeah I just, well whatever it's, it's, yeah I, I'm talking shit I probably still end up watching it at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> Pandemic will make you do some fucking right you are. Pandemic will make you do some wild shit, man. Um, nah, I know, right? Y'all worried about these murder hornets? Yeah, I've seen that shit. You seen those bees um, ganging up on them? I don't know if you saw the videos of it. Like, there's videos that actually show, like, a hornet killed a bee in a beehive, and all of a sudden, all the bees swarmed them on some gang shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Them fucking hornets yeah, are that's like, big. Yeah, they could take yeah. them down, too. They're like, nah, nigga. The fuck? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm uh, 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 whatever. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the verses on on the the murder hornets versus the killer bees. Uh, oh shit! Um, I know, bro, right? All I'm saying verses, is it got murder hornets in the name. I'm cool. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yes. Oh yeah. Speaking of yeah. verses, yeah. Air the horns on this. I forgot about this. On Mother's Day. Well, it's still like it's like a double feature on Mother's Day. Well, no, no, this is on. Saturday. Yeah, it's a double feature. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. versus this Sunday will be the one. Yeah. Um, Eric yeah. Badu versus Jill Scott. Yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, this is this is awesome. This is the first battle between women. I wouldn't call it a battle. It's just the first first verses between women. I don't. I, and they're artists. They're not producers or nothing. Yeah. They're artists. Like they're really gonna go record for record. Yeah, that's this, gonna be fire. Yeah, gonna I'm be not nice. even gonna. I'm not even gonna rate it. I'm just gonna enjoy the show. At this point, I'm like, I'm gonna enjoy the show. Yeah, I know. I was, thinking, I was thinking about not. Uh, I was thinking about not judging <laughs> it, but then I also thought, damn, that'd be sexist. Because what are you saying about women? They can't do a battle themselves. <laughs> so I said, anybody could get the smoke. Hey. So I'm, I'm still gonna judge it. Um, uh, yeah, you right. Nah, that's yeah. a solid ass yeah. point, bro. My thought yeah. process going into it is, they gotta take out the record. Uh, you got me. There's no way they can play. It. Yeah. Of they, course, Eric Badu sings just it, but Joe Scott it. wrote it. And they're gonna, what are they going to do? Just battle sing? It's probably going to be the last record they play. So yeah, I who hope knows? So. And they'll probably no, that's, sing that's, it together. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Um, the Bone Thugs oh, yeah, and they, 3 and they Mafia. Po- yeah, there you go. Yeah, that they, got postponed. That is now it's postponed. It is now an official versus. I'm glad they. Yep. I'm yep. glad the uh, Timbo and Swiss stepped in and was like, "Nah, save that shit." So we will mm-hmm. be getting likely to be getting that one after this battle. Niggas um, are still trying to have DMX fucking um, what's it called? Challenge Jay Z. We were right about, about we that. were right about these rappers and their egos, man. Because the rappers are not starting to want to get into this, and it's like I don't know where you guys really think you guys place. Because Fifty talking about battling Snoop, and I'm like, no. <laughs> he said that one makes more sense. Yeah, and I'm no, like, no, no, Fifty, nah. don't don't do. That. You gotta battle don't your weight class. You have to battle your yeah. weight class. That's that's what this has to come down. These artists have to battle the weight class. See, that's a situation where. I would sacrifice my want to see Jay and Wayne. Wayne. I would sacrifice that to make sure that Jay and Snoop got battled up just that way it deads any 50 cent challenge. Like, nah. You, hurry yeah. and push that to the forefront so I don't have to hear 50 talk about <laughs> nah, that. Nah, man. Do these, that. these Drake right. these Drake fans still want Jay-Z versus Drake. They still want it, bro. I, I'm seeing this. I'm still seeing the talk on Twitter right now. I'm like, y'all niggas still want this shit. Y'all want to. You know what? Dude, I hope that shit happens. Oh, because they're going really to be humbled. Because they're going to be humbled. Exactly my point. That's that what will I'm be saying. Like, a fun- I truly wish that shit happens. And it won't. And it will, and no, because then you're going to see the goalposts get. Because they're trying to. They're trying to talk about hit records, not records that are cultural hits. Because that's yeah. what Jay Z has. 
Yeah. He has culture hits. Drake has just hits. Like like you like you said, the Agent Smith hits. That's what I'm gonna call those shits. The Agent Smith hits. They just multiply. Mm. They don't mean nothing. Like, yo, he sold more. Yeah, but who cares? They don't age well. It's like McDonald's. McDonald's sold billions of burgers, but they ain't good for you. The yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, what's Drake in yeah, so, the like, oh so what's what's Drake what's um Jay Z gonna play if he play if when Drake plays um Mia, the but the Bad Bunny record. I was like, he'll just play. He'll play Beware of the Boys. What are you talking about? That Indian nah, record. Man. Hola, Ovito. Yeah. Hola, Game Ovito. Over. Yeah. Or what? What's he gonna play when he plays Sickle Mode? Niggas in Paris. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So what's he gonna play when he plays the motto? You don't know. Like, like I mean, like you can literally just say a Jay Z record. They'll throw you a Drake record. You because Drake's pop records do not work against Jay Z at all. Nah. Hell nah. And that's what these Arbery Angels do not understand. Don't force Jay's hand. Don't force his (laughs) hand where you're pulling out. You're just on the ropes trying to pull out one last big record. And it could be whatever. And you force his hand and that motherfucking dum 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 dude he has so oh. many no 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 that's the thing <laughs> about jay-z he has so many like haymakers he could do jigga my nigga that dang that dang he could do you don't know he could do psa he could do what now tune into the motherfucking greatest dirt off your shoulders <laughs> he could go into what's it called niggas in paris he has so many knockout blows <laughs> yeah. like it, yeah. jay like drake doesn't have that he has sickle mode, and that's not even his record. Yeah. <laughs> I know like, that. That's, that's the honest truth, man. I know that yeah. because I made a playlist of Drake and Jay-Z, and I was thinking, what would combat this? What would be J- Drake's haymaker? He doesn't have a haymaker. What, God's plan? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And, but see, but that's why I want to see it though. Like real shit. That's exactly oh, why I want to see it. Because Drake fans are gonna be humbled, and they're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're gonna try yeah. to move the goalposts. They're gonna try to change the narrative and explain why Drake won. <laughs> yeah, you you probably right yeah. though. Because mm-hmm. they're not gonna judge. Oh, yeah. They're not gonna judge the records off the records. They're gonna say, well, that record was only number. 27 at the billboards and this one was number three so this is clearly the winner dude all of all of drake's hit number one hit records were pop records one dance tootsie slide god's plan um nice for what what's my name which was with rihanna i'm and i'm missing a mm. record i feel like i'm missing a record i want to put anybody up against chris brown i'm mm, I'm, I'm taking chris Ush. brown in every single battle <laughs> usher Nah, Usher's Usher fell off Ooh. after Confessions. True. Who would I think Drake yeah. would be good, good with um, Chris Brown? That would be a perfect battle, but I'm still taking Chris Brown that's... against Drake. <laughs> oh, I'm picking yeah, anyone against Chris. Drake. I don't feel Drake is battle tested. He, I mean, against Pusher, yes, but he's not battle tested <laughs> like that. And I'm being dead ass honest. He doesn't have a record that you can beat. That you can. He has beatable records. Like you, well, if you're calling that shit against Push of him being battle tested, well, then he failed. Exactly. Yeah. Like music wise, he doesn't have record second. He doesn't have the knockout blow record. That's like the saddest part. He does not have a knockout blow record. Like you'd be like, oh, that's that Drake, and then you hear another one bigger. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just Chris Brown versus the House. I'm taking Chris Brown because Chris Brown has. Yeah, remember if they're taking songs, Chris Brown's got shit. Remember, he can still he tap has, into his mixtape shit. 
Dude, he, yeah. he, he Drake, Seriously. Chris Brown is a hybrid man. He could be he could be a pop record. He could be a rock yeah, star. You he could be an in, R- You could put him in any battle. It doesn't matter. An R and B. He is R and B. He's he is pop. He is rap. He can literally do everything. That's why him acting how he acted for the past decade is just really frustrating. Like, dude, you really could have been Michael if you would have just kept your hands to yourself and got out the car. I mean, that's kind but, of funny because they kind of people are kind of saying the same thing about Michael. He just Kept them kids out mm. of bed and hands yourself. Uh, yeah, right. I, I walked right into yep. that. I, I'll yeah, take that you, up. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I'll take did. that up. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll take that up. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> oh, shit. I walked right into that. Um, but, um, yeah, sure did. But yeah, no, nah, just like, yeah. I know why you want to see it. Again, it, your beef always has oh, no, less to do with Drake and it has more to do with the Aubrey's Angels. I get it. I understand. No, the thing is, I won't say nothing. That's the thing. I'll just kick back and watch. See, every time some shit, like, bad shit happens with Drake, I'm the one that doesn't really say... I say little, but everyone else says everything that I say. That's, like, the most wildest shit. When the Pusha T shit happened, I said as I said a lot, but everyone else said everything that, I, that I've always said. When the Ghost Rider shit happened, I don't say... But I always just kick back and just like, oh, now y'all see. Your demise now you demise. Now you see. You, you only say a little... You say a little, bro, but it holds a lot of weight, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. And, and what, you, what you say, it, like, it hits. You know it what I mean? It stings you like a scorpion. Hey, hey, ding. Oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah, I can say, yeah. I, like, like, I'm saying, like, when I didn't say anything, when I didn't say anything for two hours and these motherfuckers were in my mind, because these Drake fans were calling this Drake album a classic. They were calling this Drake album a classic. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. I was Wait, like, the demos? Yes. I'm being dead the fuck. When it dropped, they were literally calling it a classic. It and I was sitting there looking at it. I ain't debating that. No, no, no. But I'm like, this they, dude they're can... They're trying so hard, bro. No, they, they were dead ass serious. They sound like sea lions. He could drop anything and they're like sea lions. Oh, 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 oh. Clapping their fucking hands. <laughs> being dead serious. Like, oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. He can literally drop dog shit. And like literally, of sound of him taking a shit on the toilet and then the cover art is the shit. And then they will make it go number one on the charts because it's Drake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eminem dropped. Right. No, I know that because Eminem did that on fact and put it on his greatest hits album, and it went number one. Yeah, even he can't believe that. He's like, I really put that on a greatest hits album. What was I on? <laughs> it was the first track pills. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Lots of them. Lots and lots of pills. Yep. Someone tried to tell me Drake does records that are outside the norm for him. I'm like, what? Drake talked about a pill addiction? What? <laughs> yeah. You know. I guess. Whatever. Anyway. Um, this episode. Final, what, final else? Note, uh, somebody send Blueface to Wendy's, man. Got to find out where the meat's at. Wendy's running out of meat, man. Well, I don't go. To, I don't even oh eat at God. Wendy's anyway, so. You don't eat at Wendy's? What? I only eat every once in a while, and it's very once in a while. I love Wendy's, man. Last time, last Wendy's time I had fire, Wendy's, bro. last time I got Wendy's was when Isaiah got it for me when I came home from work. And I was like, oh, thanks, bro. I love that was Wendy's. It. That was last time Wendy's I ate. The Wendy's breakfast, it's like right Wendy's, by your house. Yeah, Wendy's breakfast is fire. Oh my god, that breakfast baconator is a game changer. Yeah, I like McDonald's better. I still haven't tried it. Yeah, yet, that, that, breakfast you, bacon, so that breakfast bacon. That breakfast is wild. Like that's a whole different experience. <laughs> yeah, nah, but that's, that motherfucker got that sausage and bacon good. on that motherfucker. Yeah. Well, goddamn. Six strips that of six strips good. of smoked hardwood bacon. Like, let's be clear. 
<laughs> McDonald's ever give you six whole hard applewood strips of bacon with your sausage? That sounds... No. God damn, that sounds good. <laughs> that does sound good. And potato I can wedges. make my egg walk. Damn. Oh, shit. I will say Wendy's does have the best fries. They do. They have good fries. Honestly, I... Yeah, yeah. I fuck with them. Their fries remind they me have of... Good uh, fries. Their fries remind me of Nations. Yes, I've had oh, nations in yep. forever, Ooh, man. We DoorDash nations. and I DoorDash nations last week. Game changer, bro. Are they still around? Where were y'all? Oh shit! What? Where yeah, they they serious? That's what I'm There's saying. Nations in Hayward. So they go all the way to your house, or yeah, what? Yeah, because we're obviously because we're in Milpitas. So we're all right. Like we're yeah. right on that edge where we can still get that Fremont Hayward. Ah. Those Fremont Hayward ah. restaurants. Well, when they when they uh, DoorDash you some cheesecake, that just hit different. <laughs> like <laughs> it's one thing to go get the cheesecake, I'm jealous, but when bro. they bring the cheesecake to you, nah, bro, that is different. Yeah, you know what's annoying about DoorDash. You know I'm what's jealous. annoying about DoorDash or Uber Eats or Grubhub is when you ask for ranch and yeah. you put it in your fucking thing, oh. and and you have to literally text them. Yeah, because I put it in my description. Yeah. You have to text them like, "Yo, can you get ranch?" And when they don't answer, you have to call yeah. the motherfuckers just to let them know, "Yo." <laughs> Get my fucking ranch, and then they bring the shit to my house, and then I open the bag, and it's still no fucking ranch. No ranch, and it's like, too late. Oh. And it's too late because you already tipped them three fifty and shit like that, <laughs> right? And they're already gone. I can't call them, and it's like I, I got no fucking ranch. You want to put ketchup on this? You know, I want to put ketchup on this. You know what you say after you look in the bag? What? You look in the bag and see that shit's empty, and you look up and just look out the window and say. Your demise will be televised. Be televised. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did this. So. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I can't believe man. they really said that to me. Banks really put that in my fucking comp in my mentions. Yeah, like wild, your demise man. will be. That's wild. And, then, and then it was, and then it was a gift of an owl. Like what? The <laughs> really? fuck? You didn't mention wow. that part, dude. Well, yeah, I see. Like, <laughs> it was a yeah, it was a gift of owls. Wow. Like a whole bunch of owls are in my mentions. That's like, that's that wild. That's crazy. Ridiculous, bro. Drake fans are really just. I'm telling you, they're up there with the beehive, man. That's why. I, ugh, oh, man, these niggas, yeah. man. And then, this is why I want the Jay Z versus you know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Drake it shit to happen. It ain't got nothing to do with Drake. It's just it's Aubrey's angels. I, I get it. Um, and last but not yep. least, I gotta end this. We gotta at least mention it. We, how do you guys feel now that the Pentagon has officially told us? Yeah, there's some UFOs out there. That's not. I mean, it wasn't. It was. It was obvious. Yeah, yeah but it's. Nah, I kind of expected Yeah, but it how do you feel now that the Pentagon, like, now that they are actually like admitting? Yeah, anything? it's one thing for it to be conspiracies and you know seeing all that. Yeah. It's, there's so many stories of aliens out there from people from people all over the world that have seen UFOs and all types of shit. It's like, well, no shit. They can't just hide it no more. So fuck yeah, it. Yeah, it's like. Damn and plus, they were all. They were probably quarantined. And they were just like, fuck it. Just release. Yeah, the, yeah just that's what I'm thinking. Like the pandemic was just <laughs> like, we ain't got shit to do. Let's just start up some shit. However, yeah, somebody did bring up. Not only that, somebody brought up a nice conspiracy theory. They said, "You notice this COVID shit didn't happen until after they wanted to Naruto run on Area 51." Oh, here you go. <laughs> somebody did that, this. That's doing too much, bro. What I was gonna say though is like, you know, maybe it had to do with the uh, with the skies clearing up. If you really think about yeah, it, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like now, it's like people might actually see something. Let me let y'all know. 
UFOs are legit. Yeah, hey, aliens, if you show, if you show up, yeah. if you show up, make sure you have a mask. Make sure you have your gloves. Cause I want y'all to be safe out here. <laughs> Just be nice. You're a friendly neighbor. Oh my god. You're friendly. You're friendly Earthling. Yeah. Just wear your mask. Wear your gloves. You know. Yo, as long right. as that's it. As long as their existence still leads to me filling up my gas tank with fifteen dollars, I'm good. Yep. I am you good. fill up your gas Bruh. tank for two dollars. Yeah. And some I change. Bro, I have my Safeway that, my Safeway rewards from shopping for all the customers just racks up. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I seen that yeah. shit. I hate you right now. Two By the way, <laughs> two weeks ago I went to the Safeway um gas station. That uh-huh. shit dropped from two thirty nine a gallon to one thirty nine a gallon. And I wasn't bro, I literally filled my tank up with seventeen dollars. It was glorious. Shit, it was beautiful. See? And this is why I hate you <laughs> right now. Wow. Martin hit me up. Well, Martin hit me up. Yo, where you get that uh, shit? I was like, safe for rewards, bro. I was like, where like, fuck. the fuck? <laughs> nah, real shit. As soon as you said that, I I didn't like throw my phone, but I like spun it in the air, kind of, you know what I mean? I was like, like you do it up like fucking Roddy Rich, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's it's funny. funny. Like I'm, I'm still thinking about six nine man. I'm, we're really about to see what artists are gonna fuck with him. Yeah, we're really gonna see for real. So you can, so you can give this. So you can say, okay, let's take the guy. Yeah, he's six nine's gonna. Oh shit, I know what he's about to do. He's gonna do what Tory Lanez did. I can see it. What? The, the well, whole quarantine on YouTube shit. Nah, cause uh, he's isn't he going live on IG, not YouTube? No, 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 no. no. I'm saying for future oh, when, when he, he wants to perform the, yeah, and I can shit. See that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, oh, and they okay. would. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Oh yeah, we also didn't even talk about academics fucking jumping for joy when Drake shouted him out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if y'all saw that I shit. I don't care. Nah. Yeah, fucking nigga passed out after Drake taking like four shots for Drake because Drake told him to do it. Good for him. Like man. a little bitch. Good, good for him. No, yeah. he lived out his dream. Good for cool. him. Dreams, dreams money can buy. High five. Hmm. Anyway, this is episode 181 <laughs> of the Illogical Sense Podcast. You can. Always follow me on the Twitter. Shout out to Mr. Fab. You can follow me at Mr. Busby for lowercase o eight on Twitter. You can follow the podcast at Theological SP. You can always follow us on the Instagram at Theological Sense, and of course on the Facebook. Give me a hell yeah, Austin. And over here, hell yeah, over here you can follow me, JC No Honey. All social media. Um. I'm posting a lot more now. I figure why not post a picture a day. Yeah, I see Just you. Po- yeah, you on life. Facebook a lot more. You post right. on Facebook a lot more well, now. See, I was, reviewing albums I know, and shit. I, I seen well, that no, shit. I always post on Facebook. I'm just in groups. Now I'm actually posting on my uh, wall. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, nah, I be, be on Facebook all day. I be on Facebook as much as I be on Twitter. I just be. In the oh groups. yeah, you nominated me for that. 10 day album shit only did 2 days and just went man. I don't got time for this. Oh, don't feel bad. Shout out to shout out to our longtime listener Keith. He nominated me, and it took me two weeks to get to my shit. So don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. I'm on two. I'm on. Two, I'm on two, day two, and I'm gonna do day three, maybe in the next few weeks. Yeah, no, it's, I don't it's know. all good. Don't <laughs> even worry about it. Um, playlists are live. Uh, I don't know. I think Busby's on schedule for the playlist this week, so there'll be another playlist. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it something because my shit fucking knocks, and it's still ongoing. I bet. Well, whatever. Uh, but yeah, the, the oh, yeah. last month's uh, April playlist is all up now. Busby will have one later. We're doing playlists like crazy. Yep. It's some nice podcast yeah, shit. Yeah. Ain't shout got shit else to do. Shout out to Prim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you, Martin? Yeah, you can follow me on all social medias at Beats Be Killing Them. 
and search Venomous Spell VNMS on all your digital streaming platforms. Yeah. Stream my new shit. Shit's fucking dope, hey. man. I, I, I'm, I'm proud of myself, man. Hell this yeah. Came out sick. But um, yeah, man, it's called Four for Twenty Fridays. Spelled a little funky, so just search my name. Yeah. There you go. Whoa. Well, I don't know what else to say, but I guess my demise will be televised. What the fuck, man? <laughs> you niggas are weirdos. Anyway, we out this bitch. Yes, sir. Peace. 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 Peace.